Yeah, put it in the blackmail files, of which there are terabytes. Okay. <clears throat> I think the podcast is just a blackmail file, frankly. Yeah, probably. That's Submitted fine. to the jury, the yes. misanthropod. <laughs> And welcome to episode 140 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe. And as always, I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I'm also joined by the lovely drummer Matt. Say hello. Hello. How are you lovely and bodacious gentlemen doing this fine evening? Uh, I'm really tired, frankly. Oh, no. Um, so uh, en- enjoy this energy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matt, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm feeling guilty that you're tired because we're late because I went to the pub, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you had a good reason. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you why you were um, Title yeah, this sorry. week, Drama Matt was thrown out of the podcast. If it makes you feel any better, I'm also exhausted and regretting my choices, but... Okay, okay, that's good then. <laughs> How oh, are you, Snipe? I'm okay. In fact, I've got some pretty pretty good and okay news. For you do, you do. Everyone worrying about my health. Um, good news is, I had my surgery about a month ago now. I I can just about well I've done all my physio and I can move I've got full movement back in my arm and um they've examined my uh my the uh, my results I guess and I am in remission from Ooh. cancer now which Yay. yeah which is which is crazy awesome and also it still hasn't sunk in <laughs> um you have grown back your eyebrows yeah, I've, oh, nice. I've grown back my eyebrows, so now people can tell if I'm being quizzical. Yeah, they've said they're not hundred percent grown back, but they're, they went from nothing to just being there over the they, course of a few literally, days. Literally, over like a, over a couple of days, I just got like just you know the part closest to the bridge of your nose. Just they went mm. back into like existence, mm. and I was like, huh. now I can be like raise one eyebrow, but like, I see." <laughs> And look convincing. Can you so, raise one eyebrow, or are you using your hand to raise one eyebrow? No. Am I the only person who can move my eyebrows independently? I mean, in the in the whole of the human race, unlikely. Yes. But uh, in this podcast, <laughs> it's me. maybe. Yeah, well, I okay. Can't. Apparently, yeah, you can I teach can't. yourself, though. Yeah, maybe it. if you guys didn't like hate education so much, you could like better yourselves. But <laughs> oh, that's so mean. <laughs> one, of, one of our friends um, spent like a summer holiday. Basically, just staring at himself in the in the mirror, teaching himself to do it, and then came back to is the, that, in September or whatever, and could just do it, and then gave, gave himself eyebrow cramps, showing it off. So. I'm I'm imagining like this like insane like movie of like this summer, some fucking weird guy locks himself in a cabin with one mirror. It's like some kind yeah. of like weirdly sexual psycho drama. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like. How long, like, because, you know, there's that, I can't remember what the phenomenon is, but there's that psychological phenomenon where if you look at yourself in the mirror for too long, you have, like, an existential crisis because you become hyper-aware of your face. Maybe that's And your brain starts panicking, going, is that my face? And, like, so I'm imagining this horrifying, like, 
fear and loathing in Las Vegas kind of summer holiday that your friend has spent, but with no <laughs> drugs at all. Just like, you know, he woke up one day and he was eighty percent like, screaming. He's just screaming all the time. And then he came Much out. like this podcast, in fact. Yeah, really. <laughs> Which I keep sending to my doctors to be like, hey, can I have that ADHD diagnosis? And they keep being like, no, there's something else going on here. You need to be studied. <laughs> At least three more letters in this acronym. <laughs> ADHD HD. Ooh, high definition attention disorder. <laughs> Don't take this the wrong You've way, but I feel like you'd definitely path. be like ADHD LD. Uh, like, like, less of how low, low definition. Oh, <laughs> oh, is it because I'm constantly bouncing around like a weirdo? Yeah, no, you just seem to, you, you apparently have low resolution. <laughs> no, I'm just far away. No, you're in stand- <laughs> I'm ADHD all the way over here. We can still hear you. <laughs> Move further away, please. Vibrate further backwards. <laughs> So anyway, that's your my friend... good news. Yeah, and your yeah. friend's Great, obviously excellent. had a psychotic episode, but now he can wiggle his eyebrows. Yeah, I'm a little bit obsessed with this friend now. That's yeah. like that has such a, an energy about it that I don't know whether it's good or that bad. That literally or is like... the start of like a dark thriller. Like this man locked himself away <laughs> for fucking however long a summer holiday is supposed to last. Yeah, I don't know, like... I've never been on one. It sounds like the plot of one of those. The uh, it's definitely like... a Polish police drama. You see, I was going to say it sounds like one of those Hellraiser movies that was originally written not as a Hellraiser movie, and then they just inject Pinhead in it, uh, like in production. He's maybe oh, that's it. He was just pinning his eyebrows up. That's your is your friend okay now? Have you spoken to them recently? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're, they're all right. <laughs> spoken like the man who killed him. I mean, he's a Cenobite now, but you know, <laughs> definitely still alive. <laughs> yeah, can we get an alibi? <laughs> He's not a pain demon or anything. March we need the 17th, a for the record. It was... <laughs> <laughs> March the 17th, that dude, that was like nearly two months ago. Yeah. A lot can happen in two months, don't you agree? I love how this has turned into, yay, I'm cancer free to, drama Matt's a fucking murderer. Yeah. Who... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somehow facilitated his friend losing his mind and dying of being locked in a room with his eyebrows legally stationary legally this podcast counts as an alibi yes and it's satire (laughs) i don't know if that's that would hold up on a court of law i've just heard a lot of people say it so maybe maybe not who knows anyway now that we've got all the Uh, uh, you're, you're doing good Oh, sound off in the comments. Do you think Drum Matt's responsible for his friend's untimely death? Yes or no? Right. Um... <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> Wib. What have you been up to? How many friends have you not facilitated the death of in the past month? <laughs> oh, a lot of them. That's all. It's a real tooth dryer of a question, that. <clears throat> Ah, uh, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Um, I should probably uh, just um, just instead say what I have been doing. Ah, uh, go yeah, on. Yeah, right. you um, can do. You can do. Annoyingly, most of it has been spent. Ha- well, at least the last couple of weeks have been spent having uh, a, a, a lot of mental health. Yeah, uh, so you've that's kind good. of you've kind of been that's having good. a lot of that. Yeah, just a lot of it has been yeah. happening. Um, yeah, I've developed this really fun thing where. Um, 
I uh, I just randomly get really really anxious, uh, spiking like a, uh, having a real anxiety spike uh, for no reason. And anytime something is even mildly inconvenient or annoying, and uh, the feelings of frustration uh, just don't go away for hours. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, it's real cool. No, uh, I'm, I'm especially sorry that I was late then. So. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, the the most fun one I discovered is that uh, it's possible for me to um, trigger an anxiety spike by simply thinking about the fact that I am having problems with anxiety. Uh, so yeah, so I'm I'm anxious about having anxiety. So that's cool. yeah, okay. So that's yeah. Um, that, I mean, that sums up brains, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. It is a very. It's the smartest, stupidest piece of meat. Which yeah. is really weird because not only did a brain say that, a brain has acknowledged that and still keeps doing that. Yeah, yeah. The brain is a fucking idiot. So I won't talk about it anymore because I'll probably just mm. get really anxious. That's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, uh, I, I think the last time uh, we spoke, which is a bit ago now. Don't look at the date. Um, well, I don't think Picard season three had wrapped up. Um, no, but it has so. now. Um, so yeah, I, I watched the end of that, and uh, yeah, Picard season three. I enjoyed it. I thought it ended in a nice place, and I really want to see where they uh, go with a potential spin-off series. That I don't know if has if been confirmed, but it pretty much openly says, "Hey, folks, do you want this?" Right at the end. <laughs> So uh, well, I mean, I've seen like uh, Jesse Gender and like you know our friend Longfang mm. and a bunch of other like Trekkies be like, yeah, Picard season three is really good. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really glad you all got something good. It, it manages to be uh, a lot of um, like pure nostalgia, uh, but also it's nostalgia for um, Star Trek: The Next Generation. So it's nostalgia. I am, I am the audience. I am buying. Oh, um, so it it must feel pretty good to be exclusively catered. Yeah, to. it was quite nice actually. Um, because, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler since it was in all the trailers. Uh, but it was very much a let's get the gang all back together. Mm. And uh, it, it takes a while for them all to come together. But when they do, you do have that sort of moment. Like, they all sit down, like, in, in a ready room. And you just, like, <laughs> the gang's back together. And, really uh, and and suddenly you kind of you kind of forget that these uh, uh, these folks haven't all been together in one place in a series since like Jesus was it like ninety four ninety five that TNG ended? I don't know. I just know that it started in like eighty seven. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and that's all I know. Yeah. Um, it's always like, in my in my head. It's all like it's from it's in the nineties, but that's mostly because uh, I was a barely conscious blob for most of the 80s. Oh, that's me now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, I was, I, I lived in the 80s for four years, and I can remember exactly one moment of it, which is that I have a faint memory of the few seconds leading up to it striking midnight on the year 1990. Oh, really? Wow. Um, so I, I remember, I, I, I have a vague recollection of, like, three seconds of the 80s. I think probably one of my earliest memories would have been... And that might even be a real memory. That might be one of those fake things that the brain cooks up. So who the fuck Maybe. Knows? I mean, the brain is a fucking dumb bum. Mm. But yeah, I think one of my earliest memories is getting thrown off my neighbours, like Harley. Because my dad was like, I've ridden your bike before. And they decided to take a corner at 40 miles an hour on grass. 
with a three-year-old child on the back. Considering I hit the wall, it was gruesome. Considering your parents, it really is a miracle that you survived to be an adult. Thank you for saying turned out normal, because there ain't fucking no way this is normal. <laughs> yeah, I thought survived was, I, a, uh, was a more. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute because I've had like occasionally someone will say something to me like when I'm live streaming, and it'll trigger a memory. And because I'll, I just overshare because I think all of our generation are a little bit like that because. Uh, it was still considered, like, really gay and lame if you had therapy. So, you know, that's mm. kind of, we're the last generation of that. So I, I'd, I'd come out with something. And then people, there was one that was like, I'm surprised you've turned out as normal as you have. And I'm like, that's probably the best thing yeah, to Yeah, not say. normal. But as normal, as, normal. As, you, as you have. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you for that concession. And it's true. Anyway, uh, Picard, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's it, uh, wrapped up in a fun place. There's lots of fun things that happen in it. Um, it goes to extraordinary lengths to um, ignore that season two happened. I've heard that a lot of uh, people who watched Picard season two have also done that. Uh, yeah, I'm like the only person that enjoyed it. I remember um, your dad being like, <laughs> fucking season two. I actually, I'm sorry, actually, Kev, I, I, that's, just, that's just what everyone from Derby mm. sounds like to me. Please don't be upset. <laughs> I, I don't think, I, not everyone hated it, but it was, it was definitely a contentious season. Mm. And um, I, I know that uh, I liked it a lot more than most. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, I, it was still, you enjoyed it though. It was still deeply flawed. Uh, especially the the end. The end is the part where I'm just like, no, I won't even. I, even I can't defend that. It just sucks. <laughs> um, so season three uh, deals with that by only acknowledging season two when it absolutely is narratively necessary due to continuity reasons, and every other moment ignoring it, <laughs> uh, which is quite quite funny. Um, I mean, it's also I feel probably quite a positive thing because then you go okay so you know you fucked up and that from from you know from acknowledging mm. a mistake the only way forward is to you know overcome it and get better i think it's all part of star trek's thing which is that in the history of star trek there has only been two shows that have had a good like a, a, a really solid first season and that is uh, Lower Decks, which admittedly has a shaky couple of first episodes. Um, but that that's, for Star Trek, that's pretty good. And Strange New Worlds, which has only had one season, but that one season is fucking amazing. Is that the one where everyone in it is hot? Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Dude, seriously, look up the cast. There's, there's it, someone oh, for everyone in oh, that. Oh, there is. Um, <laughs> also, like, I remember... I also, when... just wanna, I also just want to go and have breakfast in Pike's fucking, like, uh, quarters. They're so cosy. I remember you showed a picture and I'm like, that's so cosy I'd start feeling claustrophobic. Wow. Like, like obviously, you, you know, like, uh, there's the whole thing of, like... Um, you want like you want to go and live on on your favorite sci-fi spaceship. Like there's always that. But the first time where I've seen one and gone, no, legit. Not only is it on board a, a Federation starship, which is cool anyway, but like the quarters on the Enterprise in Strange New Worlds look so fucking cozy. It's <laughs> ridiculous, and, and Pikes especially. Um. But yeah, anyway, um, speaking of Star Trek, I also played through um, Elite Force 2 on stream, which is the, uh, well, one of two first-person shooters uh, that were uh, spin-offs of Voyager, of all things. Oh. 
um, that were made, I think, 2001, 2003, I think, the two games. And I played the second one because it's the one I already had. Oh, is that the one where it's like Chiseled Jaw McFucks a lot? As the yes. main character. Yes. Just like I, the most and, and everyone, generic, fucking boring ass character. Everyone hates him, don't worry. Because, like, I'm not going to, like, sass people who play humans in, like, fantasy games where there's other races available. But, like, I really, I'd really like a Star Trek or a, or a Star Wars or something when the main character is just not a human. And I, especially because Elite Force 2 from the time period it was, like, every main protagonist was white, brunette guy. Mm. So, but like, how cool would it have been if like players like an Andorian or something? Yeah, yeah. And then just been a dick to everyone and fully <laughs> channeling Jeffrey Coombs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Coombs does show up in the game. He plays like three or four different characters. Uh, the man has range! Uh, which is uh, is always fun. Actually, there's a, there's a handful of people. I, I, I always forget his fucking name, but the guy who played Martok uh, shows up. Oh, crazy, well. crazy Eye Man. Um, I, I, oh, I can never remember his name. Um, even throughout the stream, I kept forgetting his name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, that was interesting because it's obviously a quite old first-person shooter now. It's um, It has not picked up all of the conventions that modern uh, like first-person shooters have because though it's post-Halo, it's pre-Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2, I don't think a lot of people realise, especially about games from, like, probably pre-Elite, like, like pre-Halo, like, literally, all bets were fucking off with Mm. controls. There was no real, especially with first-person shooters, there wasn't really a unifying kind of thing that a lot of people would do. Like, a lot of games would do the same thing. Well, I'll I'll tell you how, um, not how not, like, normal it is, like, by modern standards. Um, There's a weird, like, lean on your turning... No, 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 no. Uh, because it was originally set up to be like all mouse or, or no, like no mouse control, so you turned with um, A and D. Yeah, uh, and you you did the uh, actual. Well, I mean, back in like, the day, strafing like, with uh, Q and E. Well, back in mm. the day, you had what was known as um, was which was just look. Mm. Um, and three point five D shooters, like you'd press a button and it'd awkwardly tilt everything upwards. And then you'd have to hit a button to reset to central, which uh, that was if you did two point five D shooter, wouldn't it? Two point five. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I was I was making sure I my, wasn't remembering. Yeah, it no, my bad. You're right. Yeah, um, which was basically yeah built in for people who didn't have computers. Mm. But another fun thing about Doom, uh, especially, was there was no height differentiation for mm. hit scan or firing. So there could be an imp two stories above you, and if and you can't look up because that's very unnatural and it's not really implemented in the game very well. Yeah, so as far as the game is concerned, it's, it's not up. It's mm. just, yeah, exactly. It's just straight yeah. ahead. Which is, so you you fire in like a, like a, like a pole almost, like a line, like a big line down the centre of your screen. Yeah. Which is I know. horrible. I love, it. I, I'm, I love oh. how they got around the like technical limitations for not 3D, mm. but 3D. Like, oh, honestly. I looked it, it up at one point. I can't remember exactly how it works to explain it, but it's so cool. Magic. I believe yeah. is the actual Honestly, yeah. <laughs> John Carmack doing magic. Go- John because he's Car- a warlock. Magic. John Carmack. Ma- yeah, there we go. Kick. Ma- yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Elite Force 2 is an interesting game to play because, yeah, it's, it's quite old. It has a lot of old conventions. If um, it's, it's interesting in that it's kind of shit. But the kind of shit that's, like, quite playable. I don't know. Maybe this is a very me thing, but I have quite a... 
I have quite a fondness for that sort of that sort of post Halo that that, that post Halo pre Half Life Two era of slightly wonky shooters that usually had a PS2 port. Yeah. Um, you can just say Fire Warrior. You know? Fire Warrior sits within <laughs> that uh, Judge Dredd um, versus Death. Dredd um, versus Death Dredd actually versus Death. was a pretty good fucking game. Um, pretty solid game. Yeah, but that sort of era, I don't know why I have an odd fondness for it. I think the aesthetics of that, like, I, I, I want to say it's like, it's 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 graphics that obviously look very primitive by to, by today's standards, but they're also good enough to basically be able to pull off everything they need to. Mm. What, so there's, how, a, there's a stylistic verve to it that I find quite can fun. Can I ask, how do you feel about Deus Ex, the original? Uh, unplayable. Absolutely, but like visually. <laughs> like visually. Oh, no, I think it looks very fun visually, yeah. Mm, um, cool. But I also never played it at the time, so... Uh, at the time, uh, it was fucking agonisingly <laughs> difficult. But then again, I was a little baby child, so... <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never been one for the true immersive sim, so... It's like uh, system shock. It, it's, uh, it's a game that throws you in at the deep end, and I have never learned to swim. Uh, one day well, that's where you dump that your swim <laughs> you do that's the one thing I know you don't dump stat swim don't, don't, put, don't put fucking anything to swim it's um, a useless fucking jump it, it's one of those games that I, I do at some point I do want to play through and try and actually actually beat it but I know it'll be one of those things where I that's have to be a real labor go and do like a week long correspondence course in order <laughs> to understand how the game works so I can then enjoy it on its own terms I will say um, they I have actually played this demo um system shock two well, system shock remake kind of thing is out oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the demo is out and i've played a good bit of it uh and it has kind of like it does have a lot of the kind of staples of system shock and like deus ex because those those games were very similar gameplay wise mm. um where like you can pick up everything but, you know, just like in real fucking life, most of the shit you pick up is useless. But so like, far, it's effectively a tabletop RPG jammed into the skin of a first-person shooter. Kind of, yeah. And, like, I'm just, like... My favourite part about that is, like, the gameplay is fine. I don't... It's whatever. I don't... I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's great. Mm. Uh, but what I really love is the aesthetic. Because it's this space... Like, like techno space horror... But it's vibrant as fuck. Mm. It's really colourful. And you just don't get that. Because you remember around like Doom 3, it got really bad for it, where it was like, if it has to, if it's scary, it has to be brown. Mm. Or slightly less puddly brown. And it's like, uh, everything's so dull and lifeless and boring. I always think of that as being like the the era that that era of just the brown first person shooter. I it starts sometime around like I mean, it does predate it, but I think of it being like around the first Gears of War onwards. Gears of War, I think, was probably one of the worst for it. Mm. Oh, basically, it's basically I'm blaming the Unreal Three engine. You should <laughs> for you a should. lot of things, frankly. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly fair. Man, that texture popping was bad, and it never got better. Oh no, it's just because the people who made it don't know how to actually use their own engine, don't you know? The stupidest person I've ever met. Um, said that to me, and I was like, "No." I was like, "Oh, oh, are you saying that Epic Games, the people that make it, don't know how to use it?" It's like, yeah, but you do. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like if you knew the whole story about that, just yeah. trust me. That person was a fucking moron. And uh, drama, Matt, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're, they're dead um, now. I locked them in a cabin and made them. Oh. <laughs> 
anyway, yeah, things Elite Force back two. in March. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't understand the climate was completely different. Oh, the Ides of March. Um, <laughs> anyway, yes, Elite Force Two. It was, it's an interesting game to play now. Um, it's uh, it, it, if you put it, do the sensible thing. If you, if you ever want to replay a game of that era, pop it on easy and just enjoy bask in the particular vibe of that era. Um, I love it. And yeah, I, 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 it was not good, and it is a deeply flawed game, but it was fun to, to um, not even revisit, because I never played that one at the time, but to sort of explore an old game that I never experienced at the time. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't know, I think there's something quite special about older games that you go back to and don't mm. hate. It's like, oh, I think that speaks like volumes for the game itself. Mm. Well, I mean, the fact that I I didn't just give up after one stream and mm. you know play. I think I think it took two two or three streams to finish it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so yeah, it was it was an interesting thing. Um, the only other thing uh, to really mention is that um, uh, so we're going to go and see um Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that that'll be fun, but um. Before that, uh, I, I did um, a little bit ago um, do a thing that happens to me, which is that um, sort of once once we got to end game, I I basically stopped caring about the MCU in any substantive way, except for every like four months or something, I'll suddenly go, yeah, I could I could do with I could go for watching some MCU stuff, and then I'll just go and binge a bunch of it in one day. Hmm. Um, so I did that again. Um, okay. And so I watched through, um, the whole of, uh, Miss Marvel. Um, Kamala Khan is so good. Uh, which, yeah, I, I, it was, I, I thought it was a cute series. I, I, I thought it was quite fun. Um, I, I understand why people say that the, the back end of it is a bit not great. It didn't. It didn't ruin it for me, but I understand where they're coming from, you know? Mm. Um, it does lose a little bit of its verve uh, for, by the end. And I also quite like it how uh, what feels like is going to be the uh, finale of the show uh, happens several episodes before the end, very abruptly, and then you go, huh, there's like two more episodes left. Um <laughs> What's that, what's what's that, gonna what's gonna happen in those? That awkward feeling as a writer when you th- you don't th- you think you oh I've got ten episodes and then just if you've polished that one off they tell you you have two more. Yeah, <laughs> and rather than write a filler episode, which absolutely they could have done in the middle somewhere. Uh, no, no, they they chose to do this. You know I, what I would have done? I would have had like I would have had like an absolutely fucking bananas episode where it's like. Miss Marvel, like you know, like Miss, like like Miss Marvel, the old one, Carol Danvers, like she confesses her love for Spider Man, but then Spider Man's actually in love with the Hulk, and they have like, and there's like basically this insane mm-hmm. fucking bullshit, and at the end, it's Kamala Khan writing fan fiction because she canonically is like yes. into fan fiction and reads it and writes it, and I'm like, what? they could have just done that, and so, it would have been awesome, and pissed so many like weird Reddit users off. As uh, if Miss Marvel didn't piss sorry, off. Sorry, I'm now just remembering what I t- as soon as the show started, and I turned to you and went, "Oh God, she's a YouTuber." <laughs> Ugh, I think I was wrong about representation. This feels bad. <laughs> I forgot about that. 
that, you fucking ass. For the record, he doesn't mean that. Just, oh. I don't like seeing my my, don't my career YouTubers. represented on screen. It feels just don't, weird. Just, just, it, just literally say it. Like, I've, I've taken to saying, I'm a video editor. Mm. Mm. Legally, legally, I am counted as a content creator. Legally, I'm counted as a well-kept non-binary person. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, um, so I watched that. Yeah, yeah. The um, one of the fun things it has really like um, creative and fun editing things um, in the first like handful of episodes. But as the show goes on, those kind of fall to the wayside, and it is a shame those disappeared. They're doing. I, I don't think there's going to be a second season of it per se because there's another show that she's going to be in um so yeah i think it's going to move over move over into that but yeah i'm interested to see what happens to those characters because yeah i thought i thought it was fun it was yeah it's it's also nice to have a, a thing um where teenagers are represented who actually feel like teenagers can and I, not just 25 year olds can i say something as well mm-hmm. i feel like right now like western media is obsessed with making teenagers fuck all the time and really kind of like sexualize them like even more so than just oh yeah the first time i got shouted at by a fifth year old man something sexually perverse i was 12 years old but like actually like in media like just being like like euphoria really is like the pinnacle of that of like look at all these people who look like they're like 18 and now we're gonna make them grind on each other and film them in a really porny way and it's like okay this is this is feeling a little intrusive you know what i mean yeah yeah i i I managed to avoid learning anything about that so yeah i enjoy not (laughs) knowing because jesus fucking christ um anyway miss marvel yeah i enjoyed it i also watched uh, the guardians of the galaxy holiday special uh which i enjoyed a lot uh, well, it's, they, it's it's fucking it's Drax and, and Mantis. Yeah, it's They're mostly great. mostly Drax and Mantis hunting down Kevin Bacon, which I didn't know I wanted. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's but fair. evidently it was something I needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I am uh, it's one of the reasons I am at, like my my general like not really giving too much of a shit about any given like MCU movie. Um, like I'll, I'll occasionally go and see them if the opportunity arises. Um, and there's occasional series that I'll go, yeah, I'll give that a shot. And generally I enjoy them, but, you know, I've just not got any burning desire to keep up with everything. Uh, but the one thing that I do generally want to keep up with is Guardians of the Galaxy, because, I don't know, there's something about um, James Gunn's, like, additions to uh, to the MCU that just um, hit a bit different. I think part of it is, is, I think there is the whole thing of there's that slightly... S- very, very cynical, whilst also knowing when to get all kind of like schmaltzy. Um, mm. That he's quite good at doing. Uh, the Guardians movies do, um, combined with the fact that they're not super connected to the rest of the MCU, um, so they don't get quite as bogged down in just being an entry on a Wikipedia article. You know. Mm. Uh, so a very yeah. good way of describing it, I think. Uh, uh, so, oh yes, I'm going to go onto the Marvel Wiki, and this is going to be important somehow. Although, admittedly, uh, as the MCU has gone on and they have to start introducing more and more obscure characters to the end of things, uh, and you sit there and you go, I don't know who the fuck that is. 
Like <laughs> that happened to happened at the end of the Eternals, and I'm like, I don't know. You're, you're int- you've you've made you've shown off two characters to me, and I uh, it was like, oh, these are going to be in a future movie, and I don't know who either of them are. <laughs> um. But anyway, yeah, yeah, the holiday special was, was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I also watched um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Huh. Uh, which, um, I don't know if it was good per se. But fuck you, Sam Raimi. Yeah, that that's the big thing. I was watching it and going like, I am glad that someone is paying Sam Raimi to make uh, Evil Dead in the MCU. Because it means he's got enough money to do some weird shit. Um, I don't know. I I thought it was just it was a that was a fun movie. It, it again some again of, like some of the shots were great. And Bruce Campbell's punching himself in the face, which yes. is just it's a Sam Raimi movie. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah. We got we got we got a Bruce Campbell cameo, so that made me happy but as well. Did you see Ted? <laughs> I didn't see Ted. I bet I bet he was in. He was probably like proceeds this up to be like a, a kind. Yeah, of he might, it might have been in there and just didn't didn't um didn't clock him, but. Can I say something controversial yet, yeah, Brave? Hmm? I, I watched a playthrough. Uh, I watched uh, Bob Vids and Voidberger and the Scream team play through um, Dark Pictures. Oh God. It's like the summer camp one where Ted Raimi's in it. And he plays like an angry sheriff. And I'm like, oh my God, is Ted Raimi attractive? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he can act. And I'm like, oh, the man's got depth. Because <laughs> the last thing I saw him acting in was fucking sequence. <laughs> yeah, you would have seen me watching Sequest. Yep, yeah, yep, yep, and yep, now yep. I'm just like, oh my god, is this an old brunette man with that's talent? A, that's oh. over, that's over uh, like overwritten <laughs> what you could last remember him him remember him playing before that, which was the racist caricature in My Name Is Bruce. We don't talk about that. <laughs> I like the song. Occasionally, I'll get, like my my friend Vola and I will we'll get it stuck in our heads, and then go, "Oh, that was super fucking racist," and it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm so glad that that's not a thing yeah. I have to think about anymore. The the movie, not racism, because yeah. unfortunately that plays every day. And if you want that a version of that movie now, then you can just watch the unbearable weight of massive talents. Oh. It's a similar kind of thing. Yeah, it's not but, not exactly. Yeah, but, but you, you have know, Nicolas Cage and the celebrated Chilean American actor Jose Pedro Lorenzo de Pascal, and it's fucking incredible. I need to, I need to watch that movie okay. again. Anyway, um, I'm getting so so, so yeah um, <laughs> yeah multiverse mass was good. Actually, thinking I mentioned um, the James Gunn thing. I also watched the the Suicide Squad finally. Because um, the the first Suicide Squad, as most people are aware, uh, was absolute piss. Um. <laughs> I love how if 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 you can tell where the fucking producers have gone, holy fuck, the kids love the Deadpool. Mm. Quick, we need to put in spend eight hundred grand eight hundred grand on three licensed fucking songs. And then put 400 of them in it in the first two minutes. Yeah. Because we're so scared of not being Deadpool. Yeah, no. Uh, you can see where you can see where they've where the reshoots took place. And yeah. it's like, that's so upsetting. Uh, the Suicide Squad is mountains better. Um, much, much, much better. Um, it, and even, it does still use a fair bit of licensed music. Nowhere near as much. Especially in the, the front end of it, it uses a fair bit. But it, its choices are much less obvious so rather than um you know in in the first suicide squad oh um they're they're flying in helicopters let's play spirit in the sky oh um you can just we should we just quote the dan also oh, yeah. <laughs> um 
<laughs> yeah, rather than rather than doing that, it's like uh, it's a bit, it goes a bit more obscure. So like um, at the start, you see a bunch of um, characters um, die in overly comedic ways because this one's. Um, Unlike the last Suicide Squad that wasn't filmed as a comedy, and then they reshot it to make it into a comedy, mm-hmm. um, this one was shot as, as as a like action comedy from the beginning. Um, so yeah, when when all of the uh, you know everyone's getting um, get, getting getting slaughtered, and then it comes into the thing of the actual title drop, then it's Guaz. Um, these are my friends who've died. Honestly, <laughs> that makes me so fucking sad. Well, because, because the people in that song are the real that, friends of Gore who've died, yeah, to my knowledge. And it's that's that's but I mean like Like there's the whole kind of thing that art is pain. Hmm. Uh and like, you know, I think that's true in some regards. I think if you are able to channel pain or any kind of suffering into art as a way to express yourself or maybe even like basically as a, a form of therapy, I think is really important. Hmm. But I'm just like that song makes me so upset. <laughs> I, like, I understand. If any of our band died, I don't. I would be fucking inconsolable for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's. Ah, but hey, Suicide Squad, Harlequin, <laughs> hey, Puddin. Um, my my point is like the fact that they that they uh ha- that it, it's like, oh yeah, you know, we're gonna put Guar in this kind of suggests the sort of level we're working. That, with. that suggests the appropriate kind of um, tone. But yeah, it was a lot more. It was a lot more fun. And again, it's 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 not perfect or anything. There's some parts where I, I don't think it could really settle on exactly what tone it wanted to go for. I mean, it's not um, as bad as the original. Not so as bad as the original. You can do what the fuck you like. Uh, but still, yeah, uh, it was it was pretty fun. It had some funny moments. Uh, it was it was good to see the character that that version of of Harley Quinn. Uh, you know, have some growth. Well, the movies are like 15 years behind everything. Well, yeah. So, you know, it's just nice to see Harley because... She did the healthy thing. (laughs) Yeah. And murdered that guy. Honestly, I would have too in Minecraft. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's uh, that is that is me. That is me. I shall turn over to the drumbled Matthew. The Uh, drumbled Matthew. (laughs) Matt, drummer Matt, yes, Matt. who has been sufficiently drumbled. <laughs> mm, I wouldn't say sufficiently. Are you unsatisfied with the level of drumbling you're receiving at the moment? Oh, out of t- out of ten, ten being completely satisfied, one being not at all satisfied. How would you rate your satisfaction levels at the moment? About a three. We had a band practice wow. a while ago, but it was like two months ago. Mm, I'll, yes. t- I'll tell you what. I'll yes. tell you what. When you come you come up here this this way uh, next, we'll give you a good old drumble. Mm. Oh, thanks. That'll be good. Bit of a, dr- bit of a drumble behind the bike sheds. <laughs> Fucking how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what have you been up to? Um, Please. Watch some stuff. Well, okay. I'm not having a cheeky drumble. No, <laughs> no, not, no. Well, not, at least not, not that I should talk about. In front of the bike sheds like a slut. <laughs> <laughs> On top of, actually, I think you're fine. On top of a slut. Okay. Right. No one. T- oh, fine. Um, <laughs> uh, um, anyway. Last time we spoke, a little while ago, I was watching some Taron Egerton things. Did I ever get round to watching the Tetris film, or was I about no, to watch it? You were about to watch it. Okay. I have thoughts. So we've now entered the uh, Taron Egerton appreciation corner, then. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah, surprised yeah. of like. It's I, taken I'm this long. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like the trademark Pedro Pascal fan. And, and yeah, I think we've openly gushed about Taron Egerton significantly more. I think it's because it's... it's in multiple kind of senses like, of the word. 
Mm, okay, I'm still. Like, I'm more about the mustache. I re- oh, I just realised the sound I made could have very yeah, dodgy connotations. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was, I was a hmm, kind of thinking, but yeah, it was, it I wasn't was that breathing sound. out <laughs> yeah. at the time, so it was like hmm, like, like a horny walrus. <laughs> That's not what I meant to put across, but eh, yeah. it's the mustache. That's all. Yeah, mustaches are yeah. Mustaches are so hot. It is I'm weird so than being back in really... fashion though. I, I am okay with it. I am so okay with it. But like, it's, uh, yeah, anyway. So yeah, anyway. the Tetris film. If you don't know anything about it, don't think like Battleships film or bloody, who was I talking to who thought it was closer to the Pixels film? It's not that. It's closer. And this isn't exi- an exact ca- like comparison, but it's closer to like big short type thing in that it's, Obviously what? exaggerated and silly, but it's kind of a documentary. Like, it's not a documentary. Hmm. Like, it's based on real things, and it's very exaggerated, and there's a car chase, and it's a bit silly. <laughs> it's a but, car chase, and it's like, don't you don't you put down that Game Boy, you hear? You gotta but, beat the high score! Basically, what it's about... obviously a mobster in it. <laughs> is, it's all about the complicated story of the, like, rights of the game Tetris, and how they got hmm. them out of Russia, and which companies owned them, and... Who did back backroom deals to buy buy like the rights to the game, and that someone bought the rights to like the console version of the game, but that didn't technically mm. include like the PC yeah. or the or like defining what a PC was. And a PC is like a, a, mm-hmm. a computer, but it's got a keyboard attached. So then, if you're doing if you're doing like a game console, that technically doesn't come under the same definition as a PC because it's not got a keyboard attached. Or it's it's that, and it's like. What what is this? This game has no right to be like. It's obviously it is very silly and exaggerated, like I said. So it's not. It's but it is closer to those sort of like you know self aware documentary type thing films. Almost, Mm. it's Mm. way closer to that than like a silly video game film. Like yeah, it was surprisingly good, and not just because of the aforementioned how negative. Okay, now I was sitting the whole thing going. Yeah, copyright sure is boring, but Taron Egerton got that mustache. That would hold my attention. And mm. also occasionally mention Tetris or a Korobianki being played. I'm like, nice. Do they play a Korobianki? Uh, the, the Tetris That's theme. the Tetris music. Yeah, yeah well, uh, slightly annoyingly so, to be honest. It's like the background music the whole way through and it never quite resolves. <laughs> I love so. I love the idea that it's like on loop constantly on like a really low setting in the background. Yeah, kind of, yeah, a little bit. The funny oh, I really is... want an orchestral swell. Like there's like a sex scene because of course you have to have a sex hmm. scene in Tetris. And then it's, it's like there's a big swell a of... Scene. And then the woman's fucking waist disappears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the weird thing is, is that um, because they've slotted to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, okay, right. <laughs> you have gone a wonderful shade of beetroot, my dear. Because <laughs> I didn't even know what I said until I said it. And now <laughs> yeah, I didn't pass what you'd said until a few seconds later. <laughs> Apparently, I am the only one immune to this. <laughs> It's funny because sex. That was so fucking horrible. I'm sorry. (laughs) You were talking about a mustache. Carry on. I was just going to say that it's 
Korobienki, or however you're supposed to pronounce it, which, yeah, if, if the people at home may not know, it's, a, it's a, like a Russian folk song, which is when you think of the Tetris theme, that's the Tetris theme. Uh, but the funny thing is, it's not the, it's only, like, it was originally only used on the, um, the Game Boy level. version. Yeah, and it was like only on, like, oh, that was, it was, it was Type A. Yeah, Type A. Because you had yeah. it on your old one where it still had instructions for, like, the Soviet Union. Yeah, my my original my original um, Tetris instructions are like the original printing of the Game Boy one, so mm. it still it still mentions the Soviet Union. In it. It's like um, we had textbooks when I was at that private school that were still like printed in West Germany. Which is like oh. I thought you were going to say they were talking about the Russian Revolution as something <laughs> on the horizon. It's like oh, <laughs> them Russians are getting uppity. Napoleon's getting Napoleon's awfully bold. Getting a, getting a bit bold. To be fair, that's where the yeah. mental space of all my teachers and yeah. the school itself mm. was. So, um, but yeah, so it's it's funny how so, that became like the Tetris theme, considering yeah. it's just from one version of Tetris, mm. but it's the one that most people played. So it mm. makes sense, I suppose. But but I just find that interesting that it is known as the Tetris theme, despite the fact that it was just a Russian folk song, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and that's. Uh, and it's just from one thing. So lots of versions of uh, Tetris were released before and after it that don't have that song in it. Although now they control better. Because I was reading up on Wikipedia about this now because I was like, oh, I want to see what of, what of this film is actually true. So they, they control now a bit better as to the you know the standards of Tetris games and things. So I think they, oh, all, I yeah. think they all have to have it now or something. I can't remember. Yeah. It's a surprisingly good film. Um, and it's not at all what you'd expect it to be. Um the weird thing was watching it though, is because it's like it's obviously very dated because it's it's you know set in nineteen eighty whatever year it was, but it's all about this like upcoming new console, and they like one of the secret things is it is handhold, and they're like, oh, who has handhold rights? But no one has handhold rights because no one's had a handhold before. Like it's not a thing. It's this mm. it's this or, cutting like, edge thing. So, so it's all about this, and I was like. Yeah, but I had that Game Boy, which came with Tetris game. Like the whole, the the whole thing was they were making loads. He managed to persuade Nintendo to ship. He had the rights to the the game, and he was like trying to persuade te- Nintendo to don't ship it with Mario because if you ship it, if you ship a Game Boy with Mario, like yeah, it'll be a big hit with kids. But if you but ship then, if you ship the Game Boy with Tetris, it'll be a big hit with everyone. Was his sort of. Mm-hmm thing is how he persuaded them to do it so tetris came with all of the game boys but i, was like, I had that game boy and i had tetris on that game boy and this is all mm. like it's like oh i feel old like watching <laughs> this thing that's set in the 80s and like oh Dude, but, like, yeah we are old like every, know, but... every everyone among us apart from us to have kids because if you have yeah. a baby you can't be the baby <laughs> so that's why i don't have kids <laughs> that and i like having my black series on like ground level so I can kick fucking, I don't know, Palpatine every time I walk past him. <laughs> I don't have Palpatine. I am uh, looking forward to getting Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. Black Series just makes them sound like dildos. Sorry. I'm just, they just, they just does. <laughs> kind of dildos you buying, mate? Black Series. Black oh. Series, obviously. <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, Tetris, go go have a, go check it out if you want a good film. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. well. I can imagine you awkwardly smiling and giving a, a thumbs up. Like, go and watch it if you like watching a good film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing we've been watching, and we've got through the first series and a half, and then we ran out of um, Disney subscription. Um, yeah, that happens. So we might get around to watching the rest of it, possibly by some means. Um, 
but reservation dogs so I have not heard of that it well we started watching it because we thought it was tyker's new series and it sort Fair. of is apart from it actually isn't so him and <gasps> it's, so it's set it's all set it's filmed in oklahoma it's like the first series to be shot entirely in oklahoma or some weird specific fact but what it's a weird um, brag it's very specific but it's yes. um, yeah. set on a it's about um native americans and it's about it's set on one of the reservations hence reservation mm. dogs and it's about is a, it a, a group play of on teenage... reservoir dogs uh, yeah the logo is kind of ripping off but mm. it's not at all related other than the name um okay. but it's it's basically a bunch of teenagers growing up in like a pretty rundown area and just how they get by and they're like trying to save up to move to california because they want to get out of it and stuff but yeah it's really interesting but it's, it was created by taika and some other guy that i completely can't remember the name of because he's not done that much else he's not like you know like a big wig or whatever but a native he's native, not famous enough for you to remember well him. i mean yeah this is speaking as a privileged white bloke but he's a na- native american filmmaker and you know they don't get advertised as much as a lot of other, uh, a lot yeah, of other things but yeah so but so taika was involved in creating it and then like bef- the idea was they were going to you know share directing duties and share writing duties and it got into the project and taika was like you know what i don't feel like i ha- i should have be the voice to tell this story so like i'll stick my name on it still so it gets you know advertised and marketed more but oh, wow. actually i'm gonna step back from this which is pretty cool because you know yeah. it's not his story to tell which is great still in harjo um yeah, that rings a bell. I haven't said it. I haven't. I haven't said it. Read it. Said it. Oh, it's Haryo. I don't know. I'm um, pronouncing that incorrectly. But, but yeah, yeah, it's we again. Like, and you and you watch the first first episode or two, and you like you think it's going to be sort of similar to Tiger's because we went into it before I found that out. I just went, oh, it's Tiger's new thing. Cool, we'll watch it. And I was expecting it to be like you know what we do in the shadows and all yeah. the, you know his other ones, which are like comedies basically. Mm. And yeah, it's got funny bits, but man, bits of it are dark. Like content warning for like all manner of stuff um yeah. it's yeah like it is pretty brutal we could get to the end of an episode we both sat there crying and we, i just turned, turned to ruth and be like comedy we were watching it to be expect like to expect like something mm. lighter and we were like oh this will yeah. be because we usually have like a light you know 20 minute episode of like light thing and then we'll have a yeah. a, ser- a serious in inverted commas like series going on at once and we'll watch one or the other depending on what we're in the mood for and that yeah. was, this is meant to be our like light-hearted easy thing in between <laughs> watching succession which is the other thing we've been watching at the moment which is mm-hmm. pretty dense i guess is the best way of phrasing that mm-hmm. one i'll come on to okay. that um but yeah it's it's pretty brutal in bits of it but there is also very funny bits in it too and like you know there's so many actors that we obviously hadn't heard of before and they're all great mm-hmm. and yeah it's just about these teenagers that are growing up and trying to get out of there, but also not because their families are there. And yeah, it's it's really good. And yeah, we watched the first, there's a couple of seasons out now because we've just not it's on Disney Plus and we haven't had Disney Plus for a while, so we only yeah. got around to watching it. Um, but yeah, can definitely recommend. It's just not don't go into it thinking it's light and easy breezy. It's <laughs> take, take potentially take some spoons. I assume the episodes have content warnings, and I won't get into spoilers and things, but. Yeah, yeah. Check out if you if you if you've got any particular triggers or anything, just double check before because you know there's quite a lot of yeah stuff. Well, I mean, like just the subject matter alone, I'm like, I grew up in a real shitty town, real mm. dirt poor, and I'm like, yeah, I can imagine there's some fucking grim shit to write about. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I've yeah, done most but, of it. But also, yeah, really, genuinely heartfelt moments and also really funny moments. So yeah, yeah, really well done. Really, really enjoy it. And then yeah, reading up about a bit of the background of it. And things makes no. it seem quite nice as well. 
Nice. Um, but yeah, can recommend. Yeah, when and I've got you... the spoons, that's definitely that's on the list for when I yeah. get spoons to deal with. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, and yeah, the last thing we've been watching, we've only just started now, but there's the latest season of Successions on, um, which is I don't know if I ever spoke about Succession. It's, you I know, don't it's, think so. It's it's basically Rupert Murdoch and his whole empire, media empire, but Ugh. like not. It's about a made-up family in a made-up. It's about Shmoopert Murdoch. Shmoopert yeah, Shmurdoch. basically. <laughs> and the bastard empire. Yeah, all of the like how awful a human being. Um, Rupert Murdoch. Shmoopert Murdoch. Shmoopert Murdoch. Now I'm Shmoopert Murdoch. I can't remember what his actual name is. Shmoopert Murdoch. Logan Roy is the is the um the thing, and he owns Roy Co. But it's also Waystar. Logan Roy is a really awesome name, and it's um. Might have I mean, him, might as well have called him Murdoch is Australian, so like I know it's like might have called right? him Brett Canberra. Um, Fucking it's, like, it's um oh, it's uh, Brian Cox, the not scientist oh, um, actor Brian Cox um, doing the role, and he's he's just mm. amazing. Um, Brian Cox is in. I can't for like think of off the top from, of my head uh, what uh, else X-Men he's done. Two. Everything. X Men Two uh, is he yeah. striker? Yeah. Oh, striker! Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, loads of other stuff as well. But yeah, he's he's, he's um, been in good things as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I always confuse him with Rip Torn. Yeah, because they had yeah, a very yeah, similar yeah, look. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a pretty good actor. That's cool. But yeah, no, they're they're great. And it starts off like the first season. He's like he has like various heart problems. He has a stroke or something, and it's all about succession. It's about how who the there's three kids, and it's like which of the kids is going to take over, if any, and it's. Yeah, it's apparently it's based, it's all based off basically stuff that has happened in bloody um, Murdoch Empire thing. But like mm. apparently, Murdoch, I was the name. Yeah. Like, there's so much awful, horrendous stuff in terms of like dodgy dealings and law breaking and stuff. And apparently, the guys who wrote it. Are you saying <laughs> that the person who owns the company that literally went to court over hacking a dead girl's phone? Maybe have some shady shit going on around well, them. Yeah, so much shady shit that the writers yeah. like they couldn't. In- obviously, they don't include literal example like the same things. Oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. Although yeah, they probably yeah. do because there's so much stuff. Some of it's bound to overlap. But like, well, they, they were complaining that they, half the shit yeah, he's done. But they were complaining that they had to tone it down so much because they're like, if we just make <laughs> this into a series, it would just not be believable. Like, no one would oh buy it God. at all. Yeah. Like, they've had to tone it down. That, Such awful oh things God. happen. It's like, like this. It's ridiculous. There's a part in the latest in the last BoJack season because I caught up with that, oh, that nice. where literally Diane is talking to like it's 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 obviously play on like one you know how like every corporate every every company is owned by like one of five companies and these yeah. five companies own every mm. fucking yeah, yeah 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 and it's like this guy it's like this I can't remember what it's it is white like, whale. it's white whales and like he buys the place that Diane's working for uh, Diane is a journalist if if you don't know any BoJack. And, um, there's like, she's like, I got to get some dirt on this guy. Like, this guy is like capitalism, like Mr. Capitalism. He's disgusting. The shit he's done. And she interviews this person whose like husband was killed on the factory floor and they literally just like swept him to the side and kept working. Like, you know, which, you know, is pretty fucking mild considering what actually goes on in a lot of places like that. And she's, she confronts him with that. And she's like, you killed this guy. And he goes, oh, I absolutely, I absolutely killed him. Yes, I killed him. I killed him personally. 
And she's like, what the fuck? Okay, great. I've got you. You're going down. I'm fucking taking this to the police. And he's like, ha ha, you idiot, you rube. Don't you know? Billionaires can commit murder now. It's legal. And she's like, there is no way that. Oh, yep. Okay, that's legal. And she checks the phone. And I'm like, (laughs) again, it's like, ha ha, Bojack Horseman spitting some actual, like, yeah, literally... Billionaires can do what the fuck they want. I think my my favorite grim yeah. joke like that from the entire series is I can't believe that they hate more, they hate women more than they love guns. <laughs> and Princess really? Princess Carolyn's like really really, really? <laughs> 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 fucking that's the teeth. Oh, I love it. Oh yeah, yeah I, oh. I watched that series a while ago and I forgot all this, but yeah, it's great. Oh fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I watched that with you because I'd seen I'd seen the last season mm. ages yeah. and ages ago, but I, I rewatched most of it with you. Mm. And and yeah, yeah, I, I like I like how, how I thought it was incredibly well done, which is why you should pay writers. Yeah, the, you know because they're they you know they they make the stories that mm. keep us happy and you know realize that maybe something's a bit fucked. Yeah, solidarity with writer strikes. Just yeah. strikes Absolutely. in general, yeah, frankly. Yeah, solidarity yeah, yeah. with strikes and, oh no, they're not, they're, they're, they'll be disruptive. Absolutely, strikes are supposed to be disruptive. The point of a strike is to be disruptive. If you're not being disruptive, then is they're never strike? going to fucking listen <laughs> and to if you. Dis- and what- if the nurse hmm? is striking or the teacher's striking or the, whoever's striking is causing disruption and it's horrendous and you can't deal with it at all, just fucking pay them. Yeah. You know Wait, what? One really simple answer. It's really, I, I, no one strikes for uh, fun. It is not a fun thing to do. Sorry. It's sorry, not. It's sorry, a horrible sorry, fucking thing. It's a scary fucking thing to do. And these people are doing it because they fucking need to. Yeah. And like, I literally sat there in a fucking like one of those like plastic gown, like hospital gowns, after getting a fucking nipple injection and like getting my my like cancer measurement clip removed. I was sat in the waiting room. I was fucking scared. I was fucking, and I, the nurses there made me feel okay. They made me feel as safe as they possibly fucking could. And on the TV, it was this dumb fucking piece of shit woman who I don't think has anything to do with it. But of course she's rich. So let's interview the dumb cow. And she was like, I think they should be uninvited from the King's coronation, which that's the monarchy is another thing that don't get me fucking started on right now. And also, I think they're being greedy and people are getting hurt because of this. That's like, so they should just get paid whatever whatever they, they get offered and just be happy. And I'm like, the only fucking reason I'm alive is because of these people. Pay them whatever the fuck they want. They deserve it. Yeah. They lit- These are the people who keep your grandmother alive. They keep your fucking nephew alive when he's fallen in a pool. They, they, these, these people are fucking vital. To the survival of humanity. And you can't... You fucking... You got money for war, but you can't pay fucking nurses and doctors? Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> yes, you can. I get so mad. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. So the yeah. fact that they have to strike, this is not something that they've just gone, oh, let's have a little bit of a strike. I can't be bothered working. No, they want to be working. And this emotional blackmail is perpetuated by people like Rupert fucking Murdoch. That, like, that's turning... The, the country on essential workers that keep us fucking alive. That's the fucking problem. They're only essential when you can pay them by clapping. Exactly. Mm. That's or fucking... by doing donuts in a boat on the Thames. It's like, yeah, grats. How are they supposed to pay their fucking rent? <laughs> yeah. How are they supposed to, like, fucking, you know, the, the emotional baggage of being a nurse or a doctor mm. 
the majority of people. I I know I couldn't do it. I was planning mm. to be a nurse, and I I don't think I could do it. And like, if they're striking, that's that's the last like effort. That's the last thing, because they will have taken polite complaints, all these kind of like written kind of we need fucking mm. more money to the to the like correct parties that can do something about it. And they've been fucking ignored. The fact that they are striking proves this, that they have been fucking ignored. No one's first option is a strike. No one's first option is a strike. So, I mean, I mean I'm preaching to the fucking choir here. I'm just, I just get so mad <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I no, can't, no. I don't know what it is about my brain. I have a lot of trouble putting it into words. So I can't even bitch about this on Twitter. Because <laughs> I just go, give Dr. Man money. I just get, I, just I mean, can't I, do I, it. I try, I try and do that on Twitter, but I did when, uh, when we had the local elections recently and the Tories <laughs> did really bad. I did just, I did just tweet like, <laughs> eat shit, Tory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, Sometimes you don't need to say any more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sometimes sometimes I feel just just being blunt about it is helpful. It just, An interesting thing about they've the, got. So, um, this is the thing: the, the, this capitalist kind of fucking death cult, because that's what it is. It is an unsustainable bullshit oh, model yeah. that's been around for like what two hundred years, and it has only shown that it makes it makes the majority of us fucking miserable and means that the majority of us fucking die. Privatized healthcare is literally just a genocide against the poor. That kind of like that kind of shit is like capitalism. It's like the system isn't broken. It's working as intended, and that's why we should be so fucking angry at it. And oh, this is why they're trying to make like voter suppression by basically meaning mm-hmm. that oh, you don't have enough money for an ID. Guess you can't vote for like you know some some like parties that will like actually acknowledge that having not as much money is very very bad. <laughs> Like you know, some people who have uh, who have trouble getting IDs, like say people who are going through transition and can have trouble yeah. with that. You know, the yeah. UK's favorite fucking punching bags right yeah. now. Okay, I'm gonna stop because yeah. I'm gonna. I, I've kind of been sitting on these feelings for a while. I don't, I know, if you, I don't know if you can tell, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I like BoJack Horseman. Pay um, pay people fucking <laughs> a thriving wage because I'll, I'll, you can afford it. You. I was just going to say cause the the uh, the start that was about uh, the whole writer strike thing. Um, I uh, I did um, I did notice um, like it's it's interesting about the writer strike that one of the thing one of the big things about it is the AI um, thing, uh, and that's one of the big things is to make it so that um, <laughs> you know. A writer then doesn't just become someone who edits something that ChatGPT wrote. I hate to say um, I shit so much because it's you know obviously it's all sampled from existing. It's all bollocks. It's not. It's not artificial intelligence. It's, it's, just, a, it's, it's just, just. It's just getting better at sewing other people's work. Yeah, together. it's just procedurally generated. It's not AI. Um, but uh, but yeah, and so that's that's interesting that they're going for that, and also for um, to really deal with residuals of streaming. Because, like, there's so much shenanigans about, like, the shit we complain about, about Netflix, about, like, oh, why why have they, like, released a series? And then, like, they're releasing half of it now and then half of it in six months' time. 
but it's all season one. And it's because they know that if they had to pay for season one and season two, they have to pay the crew more for season two. So they just pay them for one season, but they split it in two. So it's effectively two seasons, but they only have to pay them at the season one rate. So basically like, all, all of our like stuff that. is so Netflix maybe like doesn't even like... Yeah. doesn't lose 0.5% profit. Well, wasn't all the stuff that was taken down off um, off various streaming services by Warner Brothers Discovery uh, was, was a lot of it was to do with not having to pay residuals to people for streaming services. Mm. And it's like, so, and so you, you realise that like, yeah, it, it's so much of the like messed up shit with our, like, in theory, we should have like the best media distribution stuff. Like, you should just be able to turn on your t- your TV and go, okay, well, on one of these streaming services, basically everything that has ever been made should be on one of them. It was But it's not. <laughs> it, it, it's not. Uh, because of uh, mostly very stupid reasons and greed, largely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's... Uh, and so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucking wild. Um but yeah, yeah. So, solidarity of the writers strikes. Yeah, solidarity of um, strikers in general. I am fine because yeah. sometimes people sit there and go like, "Oh, it would, uh, you know, but uh, if if this goes on, you know, like, uh they won't be able to make the things you like as quickly." And you, I, I'm like, I don't care. I I'd be fine if we just stop it. If you know, all movies and TV shows just stop being made for like. I could deal with many years of not doing that because for a stockpile. For a start, there is functionally infinite things for you to watch already, Um, so you don't need it. Um, And uh, yeah, uh, if if uh, it not being made allows uh, people to get a better deal for the art and hard work that they do, that's cool. That's incredible. That's encouraged. We want that. Yeah. And also, like, I don't think we have any, ah, critiquing capitalism, and yet you participate in it. I am very intelligent. I don't think we have any of those in our audience, but just in case we do, fuck off. You're not smart. <laughs> I am not going to argue against that point, because it that, is asinine. That point is fucking stupid. It's like, okay, so I go live in a fucking bush somewhere. Okay, uh, that's completely unrealistic and unlivable. Uh, congratulations on telling me, <laughs> for basically mm. communicating to me with that, that um, you have a good life. I'm glad that you have a good life, and that you think you can just do that. You can't. Uh, but nice try. Uh, maybe think about it some more. Anyway. Uh, this has been the Misanthropod been... Rant Corner. It's a new feature. <laughs> Where we talk uh... over Drama Matt's section, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, I No, no, no. It's, yeah. I mean, I mean if, if, if you this wanna, is not if, surprising to anyone who listens to this I, at this point, I would hope. Dude, you would be fucking surprised. Uh, Occasionally I'll be like, ha, capitalism bad. And someone but, in the comments will be like, oh, I put up with you and your anarcho-communism <laughs> until now. But now I hear that you don't like capitalism. Oh, I'll take my ears elsewhere. And it's like, okay, bye. If it helps, I could add to this segment and have a big long rant about how Keir Starmer is a lying liar who lies all the time. Yeah. And, um, and stinks. Well. Stinks then, like a butt. Yeah. 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 Anyway, drama Matt, what else have you been up to? Huh? I mean, like, still mildly better. Mildly. Yeah, like I say, mildly better than the alternative. But not particularly. I'm not actually sure. Boring. I'm not actually sure how much. My, like, I think we might be getting I mean, into like. Newly formed, like we're going to develop some f- new quantum microscope in order to be able to really hone in on the I actual differences. Yeah, days. no, I don't want to defend him at all, and that is not what I'm doing. But I feel like everything would be shit if he was in charge, but less people would die. 
which at this point is at this point is like you know at least it's something i'm not like you know Mm. i'm not i don't really 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 believe me do not want to defend him too much but yeah i think yeah like the current shitters are just like just straight up killing people at this point yeah (laughs) yeah so i don't know like yeah anyway Let's, let's talk about fun, Ugh, funner things. Fucking anyway. depressing. Um, but <laughs> yeah, Succession is? is fucking depressing. <laughs> oh, wow, really? Tell us about the, the televised depression. That sounds awesome. Um, all of the characters <laughs> are not like, they're not like you love to hate them. You just straight up don't, you just like straight up dislike or hate them. And you disagree with all of their motives. Like at any given moment, pretty much any of the characters could just retire. Like they're all working out how best to like optimize their money. But like all of them have enough money to just never work again and be fine. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, why are you making these choices? But it is very engaging to watch, and it's really well made. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Depressing for different reasons to a lot of the other stuff. But... Depressing, mm. but in a way that you're sitting down to watch a TV sh- show and pretend yeah. that this isn't what the world is like. But, yeah. Of course, yeah. Wikipedia page, it's a black comedy, but, like, I'm not <sighs> sure it is. Like, I, f- but... Fuck off, is it a black comedy? I'm sorry. <laughs> what I've heard about it is just, it's that kind of, like, I'll cry because I'm so angry. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But it is engaging telly and, you know, yeah. We're in, enjoying it. That's not the best word, but we're... You're consuming it as media. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. As, as the media whores we are. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that's me That's me done. Oh, okay. okay. D-U-N. Done. My father was a nun. <laughs> what? He was nothing. <laughs> Still is. Um, oh i got chills (laughs) (laughs) snipe hi what have you been up to apart from fucking kicking the shit out of cancer oh yeah cancer is my bitch Mm -hmm. but yeah uh, i've been watching a bunch of scary movies actually there was one okay this including the new scary movie that they're apparently making no they're making a new scary movie didn't i see that somewhere no, they make they've made a new scream, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Wayans brothers needed a new deck or something, or like wanted a swimming pool. But, or like ah, fuck it. But scary movie wasn't good at the time. I know. You forget how nostalgia works. Oh no, you're very aware how nostalgia works. Oh yeah, yeah. you want to forget how nostalgia. It works. pays our rent. <laughs> 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 shh, shh! Don't let don't let peek behind the curtain. <laughs> the curtain that we paid for with nostalgia. <laughs> Anyway, um, no, yeah, those are scary movies. Yeah, like, um, okay, so I have to preface with this that this is not spelled like the way you think it is, and it is indeed a horror movie. Come play. <laughs> it's uh. C O M E. Pl- I know some people spell it like that, but like, no. <laughs> All right, like come oh, play so with not, me. So it's not you something know. you can Google very easily. Don't, yeah, yeah. especially because the main character is a a child on the spectrum. Yeah. Honestly, the name is the. They really should not have done that. But it was an interesting one. It was like, um, because it was basically like, what if our phones had demons in them? And it doesn't make the kid gay, or because <laughs> that would have been very funny for the wrong reason. But no, it's basically like this kid is. Um, he's nonverbal. Um, which I have a big problem with that, with one thing they do with it. Um, and they, basically there's there's a weird demon in his phone and it's called like Johnny or something. It's been a while since I've seen it. 
and like it, it's it's it has demon is it hired, it's called twitter.com yeah it, it hired like an illustrator or something to put like johnny is lonely and there's this spooky black and white it's like you know like don't starve like that kind of style mm. kind of like illustration and it's like and the the demon just like fucks up everything and it's it's making the kids scared and and like there's there's a cool part with a sticky hand. You know the sticky hand that your mum would always get mad at you for for like putting literally anywhere. Like the, the, you you get them out of like vending machines, like little gacha things, and it's got like a little red sticky. It's like a, a it's dummy a, it, hand. It's and like it a sticky hand, and it's like got a long string thing that attached just, to you it. Get, things you, get, yeah. you know those yeah. things. Yeah, my mother would be like, don't do it in the windows! And I'm like, okay, so I did it on the walls, and there's handprints on the walls. And she'd be like, what are you doing that for? I was like, because you told me not to do it on the fucking windows, Glennis, you idiot. Yeah, I was a very mouthy seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and it's like this this monster travels through like electricity, so if, if you're Amish, you're safe. There's okay. Nothing's getting in there. You, you're completely fine. And I will spoil one thing that really pisses me off, because like, the the mum and the, the dad's just a piece of shit garbage who um doesn't pay attention to anything mm. and it's just like hey women raised a baby he's not Italian American or anything I just thought that that accent would fit for some reason apparently <laughs> which sounds like I'm being really mean to Italian Americans and I'm I'm mm. not yeah but um yeah he's always fucking around and just not bothering like to raise the this this kid who obviously you know he has special needs so there's like a bit more like nuanced raising him. And so the mum's, like, doing her best. And then, like, credit where credit's due towards the end of the movie, like, at the end of the movie, um, the the dad's, like, he has a notebook where he's, like, writing stuff down and, like, he's listening to um, his son's, like, uh, carers and stuff and, like, taking notes. And I'm like, okay, that's that's growth. That's really good. I saw, yeah, I remember that bit in the movie because I, I saw some of this. And I, mm. I when I saw that bit, I, I, I did go off on, like, a five-minute, like, positive <laughs> rant mm-hmm. uh, to the prop department. Uh, for putting together that uh, the book that he's going through Cause, because cause... there's so many little touches to it to, to it like all the notes in it and stuff that are like really good for illustrating how that character is grown simply through a prop. Yeah, and like the fact that he's. I'm near very the end... fun at parties. Oh yeah, he is. But yeah, it's like near the back. It's like he's nearly filled up the notebook, mm. and you can see he's gone back to it. There's reference tabs, and it's like that's. That's really cool, but my, my my biggest problem with this is like I feel that they should have had somebody who can who like as a consultant for someone who's like is on the spectrum, like you know or like you know like a psychologist or someone while writing to kind of tell them like hey um at the end of the movie don't make the child who is nonverbal suddenly verbal because it's a heartwarming moment. Don't do that because that shows you that auto, like like being verbal like autism reacts to. Like, you know, oh, have you been nice to this kid? Then he'll talk. It's like, that's not the way that works. Mm. Some people are just nonverbal and that's, that's okay. Yeah. And and that did really piss me off, but it's like, it was a nice idea. Tre- it treated it like um, the reward for the mother uh, being a better mother was child less autistic which is a fucked up it re- i i thing genuinely don't think it was written like no, that no but that's, but what, that's, that's how what it comes was. across and yeah. it came across really gross um but yeah it was fine um so season uh season eight of brooklyn 99 oh, holy nice. is that shit the late that's the last that's one? the last season mm. yeah, and okay. 
whoa <laughs> they do it quite well right they honestly like I've, I've seen loads of people being like oh it's the worst season it's like no i think this is one of the best seasons because they sit there and go holy shit the systemic problem of police is just i mean they, they're quite optimistic because it's like you know there's still a couple like where they're like trying new things like a couple of the cast who are trying new things and have actually like made progressive steps to make a change mm-hmm. and are acknowledging that there is a severe problem and are doing stuff to fix it. And it's like, I think that's really cool. I, I like kind of how they go about it. And honestly, like mad props to the writers for being like, oh, we can't. Oh my God, fucking hell. We can't keep doing this. And I'm like, there's so many other, like, you know, other fucking police procedurals that are just like, we're fine. We can ignore it. We're not the people who get fucking shot to death it, by these guys. It does feel like the given that the show is the you know was this hey it's this show that's like quite progressive uh and but also happens to be set in a police department with cops as the main characters and then 2020 happened Mm. um where the all the things they'd they'd not been entirely ignoring but mostly ignoring yeah. came to a head and it was like they they basically had the choice of like acknowledge it or ignore it and um honestly most acknowledging yeah. yeah they acknowledged it and i think a way that was better <laughs> than than a lot of yeah. shows do so so i enjoyed it i thought it was pretty good mm. um oh okay i watched a horror movie that literally had me fucking like i I am a person where I'll be watching movies and I'll be on my phone because I have suspected ADHD and just sitting there watching a screen is not enough stimulation for me. So I can read a fan fiction on my phone and watch a movie and take both in. I was going to say, do those ever blend together? No, not really. Pedro Pascal isn't in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) But Taron Egerton, no, he wasn't. Um, That's really weird in Schindler's List where... uh, Pedro Pascal shows up and just is like asking me to marry him. Where Din Djarin shows up and offers to uh, and asks you what your order... To start a fucking leaf blower. (laughs) I told... Did I tell... I told you what you're you know that. the movie I, that I, I I did say yeah. it was within Schindler's List. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was intentionally making it non-sexual. I just didn't to, notice to, that until yeah, now. Yeah, yeah it, fucking yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, this movie, Oxygen, is a French movie, a French horror movie, a sci-fi horror movie. Which Jesus Christ, the woman acting in this, the like, because you basically see, uh, it's it's very kind of like enclosed space. So it's horrifying, but this woman wakes up in like a cryopod, so it's set in the future, and there's like this gross second skin that's over her, and she kind of tears out of it, and she's like woken up prematurely, and she's like panicking because she's got like uh, amnesia, like temporary Mm. amnesia, from like all the chemicals and stuff that have sedated her, and she's freaking out, and she's like, why the fuck am I in cryo? Like, am I? I oh, oh, I'm obviously I'm terminally ill, because like she's like that. That must be it, like you know, because that's what you do with people. That's that's what you do. And like she's like talking to the AI in her pod, and and the pod's like, oh, and she's like, oh, who's the person who's this pod is assigned to? And it's like no data. And she's like, um, helpful. Okay, um, where am I located? No data. And it just won't fucking cooperate. And it's like, it's really like intense. It's so fucking tense and 
and scary and like it's it's woken oh it's woken her up because it's got she's got 35 percent oxygen left and it's like and it's like the, the fucking ai is gleefully being like oh you know that hysterical kind of sobbing fit you're having you're gonna like suffocate way quicker <laughs> so you know maybe don't do that and it's like that's fucking so terrible you're buried alive mm. that's terrifying you know and she's trying to like break out the seal and, and like every time she tries to damage the pod like a little, little like stun prod comes out and zaps her because she's damaging company property <laughs> and she's like what what the fuck i've got this much air left and no one's coming to help me and like it's oh my god i was literally on the edge of my goddamn seat the whole time you weren't on on the edge of your seat because i remember you watching this movie. it's a figure of speech you dweeb no no you were crawling cr- like cringing yourself into a ball there's a at scene, certain points in that movie. yeah there's a scene where she removes a particular plug that is like full nutrients and yeah. like that's as personal like trigger of mine mm. it fucked me up <laughs> but it wasn't gratuitous it was just like well yeah this would happen mm. And it's just, oh my god, just, it's incredible. Incredible movie that is, like, it's just, like, super mysterious and you're trying to, it's, like, really, like, trying to figure out, like, you know, what the fuck is going on. You're, like, weaving this kind of, like, like pulling on these little threads here and there and it's just, whew, can heartily recommend. It's called Oxygen. I, I saw it on Netflix. It's very good. Um... I saw The Predator. The Predator. I am a gargantuan Predator fan. I fucking love Predator. Probably my second favourite movie of all time. My first one being Terminator 2 Judgment Day. So this one stars Boyd Holbrook, who was... He's not a real name. Yeah, it is. No, it's not a real name. Don't don't believe it. No, no, Boyd is a real name, but Boyd Holbrook sounds like the sort of name... It sounds like from the list of names in... um, That baseball game. Fuck, what was the Mystery Science Theatre... Fuck if I know. I know like like one where they kept listing off. It's where it's where um, Big McLarge Huge comes from. I don't know, but I love Big um. McLarge Huge. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> so... The Predator. Now, there was a lot of controversy around it. Like, I'm not going to go into that because, ew. But basically, I was staying up late. I had a bout of cannot fucking sleep and I need to get uh, some miniatures painted for something, you know, we need to release uh, that we've, we're have we contractually obligated to. So, oh fuck, let's just put that on. Why not? I need the noise. Um, It's not great. It's not very good. I, I like I like Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, he was in Narcos and he was in We Can Be Heroes, which makes which honestly, you know what makes the movie better? Because in We Can Be Heroes, he plays Miracle Guy. Oh, oh, acting opposite, celebrated Chilean American actor Jose Pedro Romero Pascal as just Marcus Moreno, the leader of the heroics. And I I, I kind of head canon like okay, he got bored of being a superhero. Goes goes with Marcus Moreno. They change identities to go take down Pablo Escobar in fucking Colombia, right? <laughs> so then Boyd Holbrook, not you know, not his real name. <laughs> Obviously, his real name is Miracle Guy. Uh, 
him uh, after Javier Peña gets like shipped back to the U.S. for breaking a bunch of police laws, which in the eighties, fucking hell, you you really got to be not white to get punished. Mm. Um, <laughs> Steve Murphy. He gets bored and he goes, you know what, fuck this, I'm going to go fucking join the Rangers and be a counter-sniper. And then the Predator takes place. <laughs> that's that's where Steve Murphy ends up. Okay. Steve Murphy and Javier Peña are real people. I <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for confirming that. Yeah, yeah. Just in case anyone doesn't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like it starts out like basically how the first... Um, Predator movie starts, which is Predator ship in space. But this one's opening, it's being chased by another Predator ship, and it's like, oh, whoopsie, time to go to Earth. That's cool. Um, they have my biggest pet peeve about like a lot of sequels, especially to older movies, is that they have to quote them directly. Just so you remember, yeah. you're watching a Predator movie, and I'm like, don't do that. You would hate the first 10 minutes of Lightyear. Yeah, I probably would. I, I literally, they, it's, it's so full of those. I got, I was like, oh man, if the rest of the movie is like, See, I don't think I can, I don't think I can stick this out. It does, it doesn't. It's not like that. Mm. But yeah, it's real bad. Ugh. But yeah, no. See, Terminator Two can get away with that because recontextualizes. It recontextualizes. You know, the "Come with me when you if you want to live" is first said to Sarah by Kyle Reese, and then it's said to her by. The Terminator that was that basically killed Kyle Reese. Mm. So you know that's like a whoa. That's you know again recontextualization. Mm. It's in- actually incredibly well done, and it's also my favorite movie of all time. So I might be a little bit biased. Smidge, a smidge. But yeah, they have a woman in it who's a scientist, and she's just there because I think they wanted a woman in the squad. But they basically have the Suicide Squad, but it's crazy people. So you've got you know all these like. These people are brought in by the military police. You've got Stephen Murphy, who's like, they're like trying to label him as crazy because he saw an alien, which he did. He saw like, he saw the Predator ship crash and he like swallowed something. I don't know. He swallowed like the stealth ball that helps Predators turn invisible. He And he shipped the, the uh, helmet and one of the gauntlets off to his fucking P.O. box, which ends up at his family's house anyway. And they're like basically trying to brand him as a crazy man because it's like, oh, this guy went crazy, killed killed his two squad mates and says it was aliens, you know, so they can cover it up. Mm. And he's put on the literal loony bus, I'm not being insensitive, where there's Keegan-Michael Key who was put there for being painfully unfunny during America's Funniest Videos. I'm yeah, sorry, that does, that Keegan, does feel I like... love you, but you don't deserve to go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I do feel he does deserve some punishment for hosting oh, that show that in the manner so that he did. Funny. <laughs> but yeah, it is no. really bad. It is really bad. He's better in the bubble, which is which is you know which is not a good movie. Um, but yeah, he's the this movie's Hawkins, but with your mum jokes. Oh, and when was this made? It's like it's like a few years ago. Yeah, and it also drops the R slur twice, but it's okay because Stephen Murphy's son is on the spectrum. Um, wait, no, I don't know why that's okay, and oh, it wasn't funny either. Cool, because yeah, his he, his kid gets the predator mask and can immediately decode the predator language, and is like pinging out basically this this mask location to the predator who escapes captivity with Doctor Woman. 
who like she literally looks down at the sedated predator and goes you're one beautiful motherfucker and then she might as well just turn to the camera and go remember when arnold schwarzenegger said that when he said it was an ugly motherfucker. When he said it was an ugly motherfucker, but I said it was beautiful motherfucker. See, that's ah. So the Looney Squad. Mm. You've got the head guy who tried to frag a, a, a commanding if you, officer. If you want to have someone uh, looking at an alien and, and talking about how beautiful it no, is, no, I don't want the fucking be, alien resurrection with, with it, Brad Dourif. It needs no. to be Brad Dourif. No, and he's yeah. like. He's like licking the fucking screen. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> really uncomfortable. It really, I mean, but it's oh, Brad Dorf. He's he's good he at that. Se- he sell. Oh, Brad! What an incredible actor. Fucking <laughs> actor. I like to see in things. Yes, very much so. But yeah. Anyway, the Looney Bus. So we have the head guy who tried to kill his OC and then shot himself in the head. But then he was like, "Oh shit! Guess I'm still alive and fully functional. I'll walk to the medical tent." Okay. And so they put him in the Looney Bus. And then um. there's. There's, there's there's a Latino guy who's there because uh, he's religious and speaks with a Latino accent, maybe? I don't know. Um, then there's the Irish guy who blew something up. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> oh! Mm, I literally had to pause the movie. I, lit- I stopped painting at that point, paused the movie, and just had to sit in silence for a couple of seconds. Because I was like, ah, yes, what was... This is obviously partially written by J.K. Rowling, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shanus McCarbomb. <laughs> which I stole from sitting, a tweet. <laughs> sitting there, it, like, you can see the writer in the script and going, like, can you, can you racially profile an Irish person? Yeah. Nah! Yes, you can, actually. Holy <laughs> fucking shit. But yeah, it was played by, like, oh, was it, like, Reek from Game of Thrones? And I'm like, I don't think you're Irish. I don't know. I can't tell. Everyone sounds no like they're from Yorkshire is. to me. You're either, you're either from Yorkshire or you're from You are notoriously bad at telling accents from the British Isles, though. I so, am. I am. And I'm like, oh my god, is that person from Ohio? Is that, per- is that person, <laughs> is that a West Country accent? They're from Liverpool. I'm like, yeah, I know what I said. In the West? <laughs> Counts. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, what? and then there's Kegel Michael Keys and, and like, the the other guy who's also a loony because he has Tourette's Syndrome. But he only has Tourette's Syndrome for the first 15 minutes of the movie and when it would be, quote-unquote, funny to have it. Oh. So he says stuff like, oh, kick kick you in the cock or whatever. And it's, oh, it's very funny. And, like, Keegan yeah. michael Keys and Tourette's guy are there because um, it's insinuated that they're, like, romantically involved, but it is played for laughs, which pissed me off. Because I was like, actually, that would be, like, a moderate kind of thing. Because they were, like, in the same squad and those were the only two left out of the entire squad. And I'm like, is this referencing Mac and Blaine's relationship from Predator 1? Because he does, when he's on first night watch after Blaine's death, talk about like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like, just you and me, we walked out without a scratch, but everyone else is chopped into pieces. Just you and me. It's like, are they trying to insinuate that Mac and Blaine were a couple or had some kind of like romantic kind of entanglement? Which would be fine, but they do it as in like, ha ha, gays. And it's like, that's... What fucking year is this? It does... Everything <laughs> you have told me about this movie, aside from the fact that you refer to one of the characters as Tourette's guy, and that obviously just gives me a R. certain R. image of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does sound like a throwback to the era of the original Predator movie. 
in none of the good ways. Like mm. all of the things where, as a society, we have since then gone. Yeah, we probably shouldn't put that in movies. Yeah, maybe don't, <laughs> maybe don't have the good guys drop the F slur. As just an insult. Oh, do they do that? Jesse Ventura does it within the first five. Oh, minutes. I know he does. I know he doesn't in, in the original movie, but that was made in the eighties. Oh, like... they don't. No, they don't drop the oh, F slur. Okay, in this. okay, yeah, no, yeah. like credit where it's. Yeah, made, I'm they saying it's a throwback any... to that era. Mm. Um, well, no, it's 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 done very kind of like if if DC had like a knockoff Joss Whedon because a lot of it is very kind of like. They don't need to knock off Joss Whedon. The, the, They've just had Joss Whedon. I know, but like they literally have a thing where like they just call it the Predator. Like when it's lying there on the um on like sedated like in the start of the movie, he's the, the gum chewing guy. I can't remember his name. He's he's a prolific uh, actor. He was in the uh, fantastic episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Actually, probably one of my favorites. Where there's a dentist that they know has killed his coworker. But he covered his steps so perfectly, and he's this smarmy fucking guy. And Halton and um, Peralta try and get him to confess, mm. and he's got everything covered. And he's just so, so self-assured, so smarmy, and so fucking like, like together. <laughs> he is, is played by that actor, and honestly, he's great. He did great with what he has, <laughs> honestly. But yeah, and like, he's like, hey, ready to meet a predator? And she's like, the scientist woman is like. What do you mean? It's like, oh, that's just what we call them. They they hunt prey and they seem to really enjoy it. And she goes, well, actually, like, wouldn't that make it like a hunter? Because uh, predators hunt prey to survive. And like, you know, that, that would make it more of like, you're describing a bass fisherman. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, we all, we all agree. But predator sounds cooler. And like, this conversation is used like two more times where they're like, oh, actually, it's more of a hunter than a predator. It's like, just don't call it a predator. Call it that fucking alien. That fucking thing. Call it the alien. Call it anything but the title of the fucking movie. I kind of like it that um, the ter- the predator is just, like, the name of the series, and it's not something that actually is said a lot. It isn't. I mean, in, I, like, in... you know, it's not really, it, it, they don't. It's not, we call it the Predator, but, like, it's not. I mean, Billy, literally, in the first one, it's like, you know, they make the the realisation that they're being knocked off one by Mm. one. And, like, you know, and, you know, Dutch is literally like, oh, it's killing us one by one. And Billy just goes, like a hunter, just as an aside. Yeah. And then it's not really harped on, it's just, oh, okay, let's let's fucking kill this damn thing. Mm. But, you know, and it's just like... They say the word predator so much. It's so fucking irritating. <laughs> and then, I don't really feel uncomfortable spoiling this movie, but I'm going to keep it relatively spoiler-like. Um, like, they get back, they hijack the bus, they go, they, go, they go to Stephen Murphy's house, and his kid isn't there. He's trick-or-treating in the predator mask and gauntlet, which is such a great idea. Nice situational awareness, Mrs. Murphy. Yep. You just let your, you know, your child who's on the spectrum... Just go trick or treating on his own, despite the fact that he's he has explicitly expressed, like that he's being harassed for being different by bullies, and she's just like, "Go out trick or treating, sweetie. Who gives a fuck if you die?" Or I mean, she, I'm paraphrasing, but basically, mm. and like they make this child a murderer, which okay. is like. He goes to, like, knock on, like, a door after getting shouted at by a couple of kids, like, like a couple of ableist, like, shitty kids. And then the kid, like, you know, they won't let him in because they're, like, a fraternity or something. So the kid leaves 
and like one of the drunk frat kids throws like a can at the kid and now you might think predators the yautya or however you pronounce it are like incredible hunters and yes they have incredible technology but when it comes down to it they value their reflexes and a lot of other things like that and they don't like to rely too heavily two being the key word on their technology hence why you know there's a bare-fisted fight between the predator and arnold schwarzenegger's mm. character dutch because it's like oh no this one is special so you know you think that if someone threw a can at a predator which we've seen people throw shit at predators before and them just be like what okay no their helmets auto attack they now the targeter is now a missile launcher and you could say maybe it's a different model. It does it does look chrome and star... Like, you know that weird Star Trek thing where everything was really shiny? Yeah. It was... Yeah. It, everything to do with the Predator is like that now. And, like, the kid turns around and the helmet just fires off a fucking, like, rocket and just explodes the fraternity house, presumably killing multiple fucking young people. Ah, it was just a fraternity. Nothing of value was I lost. appreciate that, but in the... <laughs> In the movies, we can pretend that maybe those yeah. people contributed to society. We can pretend. And not in a capitalist suspend, way. We can, <laughs> as, as we can suspend our disbelief for a moment. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like, you've just made that child a murderer. That's so funny. It's, like, it's not even really played. Like, the kid's fine. I mean, good. Because if they tried to, like, explore the emotional impact of that on a child, <laughs> I know that they would have fucking flubbed mm. it. But... Then, like, a bunch of, like, CIA agents, like, raid his house. Do you know what's in the child's bedroom? I mean, after the CIA have gone in there, a dead dog, presumably. No, they don't have a dog. They bought them a dog and then shot it. Oh. But, you know, a poster on the child's wall. This, like, nine, ten-year-old child mm. who, in this movie that was, like, three years old. A Penny Arcade poster. That's <laughs> That is a weird detail. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that. I was like, what fucking nine-year-old is reading Penny Arcade? Because it's literally, now it's just... Who reads Penny Arcade anymore, frankly? I don't know. I don't think even the dudes who write it what, like, read Penny Arcade. I used to like Penny Arcade. But, yeah, I used yeah. to. I kind of got bored of them defending like big companies. I mean, maybe they don't do that anymore. No. But I, I kind of felt that they were kind of leaning on that a bit much. And it, I, it just wasn't for me. Mm. But yeah, I was just like, what fucking child... Is reading Penny Arcade in the year of our Lord, 20-fucking-19 <laughs> or whenever it was released. So that was super weird. Um, blah, blah, blah. It turns out there's a giant predator after the normal predator. Oh. And this predator is all CGI and looks like fucking pubic hair. Ah, cool. A it's, much worse predator. It's like... It's like, it's like you can tell that the people who wrote this... Obviously, at least liked the original Predator. Wasn't like the guy who wrote it, he had something to do with the original movie? Yeah, and maybe he's been hit in the head since. We just don't know, okay? We just don't know. <laughs> he's also. Uh, there's, there's something dodgy about him, and I can't remember exactly what. I don't think it's good. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is, mm. but I know it's I remember there being good. Yeah. articles about him. <laughs> yeah. And like. But like, it's like all the blood is CGI. All the gore is CGI. Boom. I mean, like there is like an upside. You see an upside down, like strung up body. That's like at the very beginning. It's like okay, so that's a practical effect, but everything else is like CGI, and it's fucking awful. It's like yeah, like Predator fans don't want CGI blood. I don't think anyone, like regardless of your your feelings on you know Predator movies, 
I don't think anyone likes CGI blood. It's fucking terrible. Mm. Absolutely garbage. And it ends with them, like, the predator using text-to-speech to talk to them. Like, the, the big... The, I'm going to call it the jailer predator. Alpha, here's your, your, your next series that's free. If of, the predator had text-to-speech. If the predator speech. had text-to-speech. <laughs> yeah. Get on that, my man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and, like, it's... Because the main character's surname... Well, assumed name, because it's Stephen Murphy under an assumed name, is McKenna. And the predator is like, there is one troop to like champion, one true warrior amongst you, and it is McKenna. Oh, I bet he's really good at sex and has a big winky. Oh, it doesn't say that, but you fucking, it's just. Oh, he's so cool, and he is like he is like allowed a head start because I'm gonna hunt him down and fucking kill him. And the main guy's like, ah, oh, shit. Guess I'm gonna fight a predator, and then they all just get murdered in the woods by the by the jailer predator. And it turns out they were talking about the the child because you know he's the only one who could figure out predator language. So instead of just killing the kid, because spoiler alert, um, I'm spoiling it all. I don't care. It's a fucking terrible movie. Don't watch it. Um, the reason predators remove spines and skulls is not for trophies. It's so they can withdraw like the spinal fluid and then like synthesize like a weird gene altercation, uh, alteration kind of thing to upgrade themselves to make themselves better hunters. Which is fucking stupid. No, they just take trophies. Don't be fucking weird about it. It it very much sounds like fan fiction it gets it, it is but it gets so much worse um, I, I i don't mean that to be disparaging of fan fiction i mean that there's a certain bad type of fan fiction that is very yeah, that has it, a very specific yeah. kind of feel to it and this this very much is that it okay i guess a, a more particular a more uh, more specific way is it feels like what happens when people are trying to expand the canon of something but they don't have some. But they don't have the people in charge of that mm. canon behind them. Going, yeah, that doesn't really match. They there's, don't have Jim and John Thomas present. Yeah, there's yes, no, John Thomas is his real name. Yeah. There's there's no one trying to keep a coherent world. It's just yeah. someone spinning off in their own direction. Yeah, and like, I don't want to criticize this movie for trying something new. I just want to criticize this movie for trying something new that was fucking stupid. I don't want to criticise it for doing something I want to criticise crit- it for being shit. Yeah, I'll criticise it for being shit. But yeah, so instead of just pulling out this kid's spine, it goes to the pod and it's like, I'll kidnap your child. And then they have like a, they, we need to take down the spaceship bullshit. That's fucking garbage. That's fucking tiring. And then the kid just works at the CIA because he's a class trader or something. I don't know. And it turns out the predator that originally came to Earth not not the original Predator, because fucking Christ knows how long they've been doing that for. Mm. Um, but the original Predator in the movie, the one that crash-landed, um, and just decided to kill a bunch of dudes. Just just a little cheeky murder. Why not? That's fine. Was actually trying to save us. This Predator values humanity and is like, I don't know, like an eco-terrorist on Predator like land or whatever. It's not. It's like, so it steals a weapon and brings it to Earth because... Um, humans are going extinct because global warming and they don't want us to go extinct because we're so fun to kill. <laughs> so, wow. so it's like they're at the end and Stephen Murphy is like, wow, I'm like a general or some shit now. That's cool. Guess like all that, all that stuff was fine. Cause 
the the thing is they start out with a bit of the theme of like like in the beginning of the movie it's kind of like oh the military industrial complex is a machine that chews up well-meaning individuals and look what it does to people who have sacrificed so much you know isn't that horrible but then then like five minutes later it goes you know what the military is awesome and everyone who suffers is is actually okay because that doesn't happen and you know irish people am i right (laughs) (laughs) and like all of that shit is completely brushed under the carpet and he's a general now and his fucking 10 year old son is working at the cia in the alien division ah good and he's like oh i've translated all that alien text dad he sent us a weapon. It's called the Predator Killer, and like it's a gauntlet that attaches to a scientist, and it freaks out. And then it's this horrible CGI like robot predator. It's like an Iron Man suit, but it's got a predator mask on. And then it pops off. And then like one of the guys is like, "Oh, I, it's my time to prompt <laughs> to prompt Steve Murphy to say the ending line that actually leads into sequel bait." Oh my god, what was that? And he was like, well, that Bubba was my new suit. And then it's like, it ends and I'm like, I don't want a TV anymore. <laughs> I don't want that. That's bad. It sounds like a very bad movie. Although I won't lie, the movie you're describing feels... It feels like two different kind of movies. I was going to say, together. it sounds too shit to really exist. And so watch I do it. kind of want to watch it. Watch it. I watched it on Disney Plus and it was fucking... Oh, and I forgot the worst part, which is like they, they which is on par with Americans' funniest home videos. Oh, so you know it's really fucking yeah. unfunny. When they're running out of the bus, the the, the loony bus. I'm not insensitive. That's what they call it. The leader go, points at points at a bunch of mo- motorbikes and goes, "Get to the choppers," plural. Yeah, that was my response. Actually, I was just like. Oh, okay. This is fucking where we are. Right? We can put a man on the fucking moon. <laughs> but this is what we've got. But no, it's like it, I'm not angry it's that bad. I'm just kind of surprised because it's it's fun to complain about. So that it's at least got that going for yeah, us. So yeah. I derive my entire it, ha- it has given us what, 15 minutes of content, so I suppose it's oh, not shit. entirely... Uh, yeah, okay. En- entirely without merit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're a Predator fan, you want to watch it, go into it with the knowledge that it's not fantastic, and maybe you, know, you get to see some Predators, and like, the guy in the suit, in the the uh, in the first Predator suit, doesn't have, like, it, his actual eyes, which is always my biggest thing. So yeah, I don't you, care you how don't rubbery like the, the suit yeah, is. yeah. You don't like the eyes in Predator 2? No, the eyes in Predator 2 are stupid. It's like the eyes in fucking Nightmare on Elm Street 2. It's fucking dreadful. Mm. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> the the scariest thing is, like, to me, like, the coolest fucking part is, like, when Kevin Peter Hall, the, the suit actor for the, the Predator in Predator, um, has got Arnold cornered in, like, a tunnel, and he goes to move in, and he notices that there's carved spikes, mm. and he kind of feels them, and he looks down, and he gives, just with his eyes, the most, dude, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, look, and I'm like, you can't replicate that. Like, you just, you can't do that with that, plastic eyes. Yeah. You need that with a physical actor you being a, able to... You need to, a physical actor yeah. in there to just cast the, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Which is, transcends language, by the way. <laughs> Love that. Love that for Predators and Humans. <laughs> But yeah, um, and one last thing I'll very quickly touch upon. I've been playing Far Cry 5, which I stopped playing because, yeah, because there is uh, the main bad guy and everything about it is basically it's Alex Jones and he's got his own compound and he's convinced a bunch of people 
um, that he's like the messiah or some shit. And it's personally very triggering for me, which is why I stopped playing it a good few hours in. Because I love the gameplay. The gameplay is fantastic. But I fucking hate the story. I don't want anything to do with the story. Don't fucking come near me with that shit. Fucking miss me with that fucking... Like, because... When they filmed, like, I, I I don't know if I'll be able to explain this very well, but when they filmed, like, the scenes for Far Cry 3 with Vass, which was an unexpected, like, oh, the, the actor they had, Michael Mando, he came in and just ignored all the direction that he'd been given for the character he was actually auditioning for, which was a character called, I think, Lupo, who was this big, strong, silent type guy. And he just went fucking bananas. And the team was so loved, that loved his performance so much, they wrote Vass for him to play. Um, and you can tell because it was done at the very last minute at moderate expense. And, <laughs> and that's why like, he disappears from the game. Like, like one halfway through. In, and you're just like, well, the rest of it is really boring. Um, but the, like, and they're doing that with the fucking, te- like the evangelist guy, but the way they do it, it almost seems like the fucking director of the shot thinks this guy is correct, which is what fucks me up. I mean, I don't think that's what they were doing, but they're trying to like frame this guy as like, look how cool this guy is. He's this horrifying fucking murder religious dude who's like operating on US soil and no one cares and he has guns and shit and blah and blah and blah and who the fuck cares and it's just, it's frustrating for me because, well, one, I grew up in a house and my father is basically that man. Sans, <laughs> like, you know, guns or anything. Like, my father was a religious fucking psychopath. And that per- that kind of person should never be put on a pedestal. I don't think, you. I, I, I can't say, I don't think they should just not be in fiction anywhere because that is my triggers talking. And I feel that there will be a way to do that in an approach like there's a way to portray that 100 percent is yes there's a way to put there's a way to correctly and tastefully portray pretty much everything but i mean it's ubisoft they didn't fucking cut it they didn't do it i feel like they are kind of like making out that this guy's so cool like always always crazy like they would they did with vas who was just a fucking crazy dude Mm. you could you know he didn't he just wanted to fuck shit up and good for him. There wasn't a real world ideology that is currently causing massive pain and suffering that it is that uh, Vass was directly alluding to. No. Uh, whereas this guy there is. So. Yeah, and, and the fact that Ubisoft explicitly came out and went, oh, it's not political because we're fucking cowards. I added the second part. But, yeah. I would say it's one of the more overt. Uh, it it's, it's doing it... politics. Like I'm I'm saying, it does it in a kind of cowardly way, but it's oh, still thoroughly. doing politics. They're, they're, like that's the thing. It's like you know, you could have you could have teeth about this, and you could have something mm. to fucking say. But no, you're too scared about it hurting your profit margins. Yeah. So fucking whatever. But I stopped playing that because it started forcing me into the story more and more, and I'm like, I don't I don't want to do it. And again. This is this is me talking from someone who has a lot of triggers and a lot of fucking hang-ups with overly religious people who use that to harm you. So, you know, I was like, okay, I like my friend Longfang, we were gonna stream and I was like, Do you wanna play Far Cry five and we'll just we'll just do outposts and shit? And he was like, Or we could play Far Cry New Dawn, which is like what they did with Far Cry three. They had Blood Dragon and, you know, like Far Cry Four, they had Primal. So there's always like a, a like a side game where it's always way more fun, way more pretty, mm-hmm. and way more interesting. 
Um, Far Cry 3 notwithstanding. Um, so I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll play New Dawn. It's it's on it's on sale. And I immediately loved it because it's like post-apocalypse, well, post-nuke going off. So it spoilers for Far Cry 5, there's a nuke that goes off. And it kind of is like 17 years from that and it carries on. And you like everything's really colourful, all the animals are weird different colours because of the environment they've adjusted to and you know, like everything's done with trading and crafting. And I'm like, this feels a lot more Far Cry three in a weird way, and that's not that's not a negative. Like, you know, you craft everything, you need to go hunting for animal pelts, you need to go hunting for like, oh I need um I need this 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 herb and this herb to like make a health pack. And, you know, do stuff like that. And I'm like, I actually really like this. And I was really fucking enjoying it. I've poured hours into it. And then it forces, it fucking grabs you by the scruff of the neck and goes, having fun? Remember the bad guy from Far Cry 5? I'm going to rub your nose in it until your fucking skin comes off. And I literally was playing it last night. And I was like, through gritted teeth? Because it's like, oh, he appears. You just want to get to the other side yeah, so of I it. just want to get to the part where I can fucking follow the other story. And get away from this shit that is fucking tedious and I hate. And it's like, he comes to you in a dream and it's all like, oh, I, I don't know. I was literally just cussing and, and like I had to like turn the volume down. I had to be on my phone during cutscenes because it wouldn't let me skip some of them. Because I was like, I can't watch this. I'll get too fucking mad. But I want to play this game. Fuck off. <laughs> so he's like sucking his own dick and like being like, oh, yes. As as the father of a blah blah, I don't know. Just just really dangerous shit, mm. and it's portrayed in this like, oh look how look how like incredibly, like oh what's the word? Po- look how incredibly poetic and profound he's being. Oh, isn't it so cool? And I'm like, no, no, it's not. And then like you get to like a part after that where. You meet the guy, spoilers, don't, I don't fucking care, I hate this fucking character so much. And it's like, now you can double jump, because he's blessed you, and it's like, ex- fucking excuse me. That is weird. I love the double jumping ability, but yeah. Ugh. Anyway, my damage aside, I'm really, really enjoying Far Cry, uh, like, New Dawn. Um, the Joseph Seed parts are fucking cringe, and I hate them. You might be okay with them, that's fine, but I fucking hate them so much and it has severely damaged my enjoyment of the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's fun kind of wandering around. You get like a bunch of uh, like different companions that you have. I have a dog called Timber who is really cool and he's really cute and you can pet the dog at any point. Good. Good to and know. You, yeah. yeah, and you get like a big boar as well called Horatio who that's, can be your buddy and you can pet Horatio pig. at any time. I'm glad he you is can a monster hog. He's a monster hog. I love him. I have been on the hunt for monster hogs. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I took up so much time. I'm all done ranting and raving and, and being <laughs> angry and, and stuff. Sorry. I guess I've had a lot of shit on my mind and I haven't been able to get it out. So thank you, the misanthropod, for being my therapy. And also, <laughs> sorry, the misanthropod. <laughs> for being your therapy. Yeah. If it helps, I do have a therapist appointment booked for next week. So fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't explode? I don't know. <laughs> Questions. Yes. We have some. Yay! From all the lovely people who unpromptedly... Is that a word? Unprompted? Completely unprompted and with definitely without us apparently telling them off, seemingly. Sent in yeah. some questions to the email. Keep up that momentum, everyone, because I Mostly... will keep blackmailing you. <laughs> 
mostly, or at least not insignificantly, people who are like, no, I'm not going on Twitter for this. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Which, yeah, very fair. Okay, yeah. So if you want to send us, uh, send us a question, what email address should it be sent to, Matthew? Only at gmail.com. Uh-uh. I'm sorry, mark. that is incorrect. It's the drama mat. Oh shit! Yeah, you. It's yeah. It's the drama mat at gmail dot com. Uh, Please send them there if you don't want us to go to Twitter and completely ignore the emails. <laughs> Some people sent them to the special old email address, which is what confused me. Oh, uh, you fucking! They're, they're the best people. Contrarian <laughs> shits. <laughs> Okay. Mostly, hey, hey, someone, and I can't remember which of the persons it was, but someone said they sent it to the old email, just not the new one, because they couldn't remember the new one, but they could remember the old one. So, <laughs> I can't like... remember the old one. <laughs> the um, only drama about at Snipe and Wib actually. Don't, don't <laughs> yes. say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's been banished. <laughs> oh, God, I've willed it back into existence. I'm so yeah. sorry. Anyway, questions. It's been going anyway, on too long. I'm sleepy. Yeah, let's not dwell on too many of them. But yeah, apologies. At least um, five of them involve Pedro Pascal. So, so oh, I'm uh, listening. Good, you're alone. Yes, I'm alert. I am here. I am. I am moisturized, and I am ready to get in someone else's lane. Just try and keep hey. any rants about, about Pedro Pascal to a minimum, because I'm just yes. leaving in 15 minutes' time. <laughs> okay. like, yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. Um, Agent He's... Sinister. Hello, Agent Sinister. First up, happy birthday. From um, some point between when the email came in and now, which is not today it's not or any time recently. <laughs> no, no, to Agent Sinister. It's their birthday. Oh, 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 oh happy birthday. Happy I didn't birthday. It was their birthday at some point oh. since the email was sent. So in the last few months. Okay. <laughs> that's such a that's such a power move of opening a letter to someone else congratulating them on their birthday. Because then they'll sit there and go, fuck, <laughs> is it my birthday? Yeah. What? Um, are there any video game worlds that you think would be a nice holiday destination? Mm. They've been on a bit of an Assassin's Creed kick and thought the Renaissance Venice would be cool to visit. Or I imagine Stinky. Well, um, yeah, I can't wait to pick up eighteen new like STDs. But we from, can ignore like, ignore we can ignore things like you know things in the past are okay. obviously worse. But okay. we, yeah, we can as, as they're portrayed in in the game. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. um, that's a good question. Hmm. You could always go to the place that Super Mario Sunshine is based on. That looks nice. Mm. Mm, okay. Isle um, Delfino, I think it's called. You want a Latino? No, I, Isle Delfino. Oh, that's way better. Um, <laughs> which I think that's what it's called. It's been a long time since I played it. That's just the first thing that came to mind. Hmm. Dromon Cass from Swotor. I'm just kidding. I want to go to like I was gonna say Akavatina, but that's like been raised. So um, I don't know what that is. That's where Dinjarin was born and raised. Okay, but that's not safe. a video game. Yeah, but it still exists with the fucking Star Wars universe. So shut your butthole. I don't know. I'm having a lot of trouble. Um, Matt, then what have you got? Uh, I think Citadel would be quite fun. Yeah, <gasps> Mass Effect. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I, um, yeah Mass Effect uh, or Slime Rancher. Oh, yeah. The, the, the world that uh, I'd go and get a kitty slime and just yeah. hang out and it'd be really nice and charming. And I mean, lovely. you want to think they'd feel like a Squishmallow, but I feel they actually I think they'd sticky. Be, I think they'd be smooth and wet. Yeah. They'd be like touching mm. like, like 
you know when you're in like 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 a fetish club and you rub up against someone who's in like a full vinyl kind of gear like but it's they've obviously picked up like three other people's sweat on the outside so it's just like touching our mate dicko yes it's like touching dicko so i feel that but but no as as i'm perceiving it the the kitty slime and all the slimes are very soft and squeegee and cute and and loving so that the so slime right okay yeah um i'm paraphrasing slightly senior question replace one star trek character with either oscar isaac pedro pascal or nick cage if you're feeling adventurous oh can it, that's my dream blunt rotation <laughs> uh, to be fair i just want to smoke weed with with nicholas cage because he'd be like you know dinosaurs <laughs> they probably would like jazz music i feel um, they'd like jazz music <laughs> Replace um, oh, Wesley Crusher. We- yes. Wesley Crusher with Nick Cage. <laughs> oh no, I want Picard replaced with like Engage, and he does the point like he does from fucking um, Ghost Rider. So it's like really overacted and like <laughs> R- R- Riker, fucking Deanna Troy, literally anyone. It's poetry. Yeah. Oh, Nicholas Cage, and, and also uh, Oscar Isaac and Pedro Pascal. I think would make a really good doctor in Neelix because, pe- like, I think Oscar Isaac has that. He has resting bitch face, so he could do the doctor like from DS Nine really well. I don't know. I don't think he's got the same type of like he's too nice. um, neurotic petulance. Yeah, that's actually um, true. Yeah, I mean, he's well, an actor, can... so you know, maybe he, can, <laughs> he is but... an actor. Maybe he could pretend. <laughs> but I, d- I don't know. I, th- I think that role is kind of it's it's Robert Picardo's role. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't I know guess. if anyone can yeah. uh, can. Although I would him. love to see Pedro Pascal as Seven of Nine, but they don't change the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> he periodically passes out. Oh no, I'm sad. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to tell you I anything know, about that? No, I don't that. because I know uh, I don't want to know. But no, I think that'd be cool. You got anything, Matt? Um, no, I'm just picturing them all as Nick Cage now, and I can't, I can't get, I can't get away from that. Nicholas so. Cage just is America's greatest natural resource, and you cannot yeah. convince me otherwise. He's incredible. Yeah, you can't Love exhaust him. Um, oh! right. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to actively fucking. I threatened to kill you before the podcast <laughs> begun, but like now, I'm planning it. <laughs> I'm not really. <laughs> I'll um, kill you with kindness and buy you um, some yeah. of those Gilvan chocolates that you really like, because I know you yeah. really like those. On YouTube, um, a being a being sometimes called. I was getting you a get out. You're only going to kill me on YouTube. It's fine. Yeah, uh, okay, as a prank, bro. Um, yeah, um, a being sometimes called Doody. Are Hello. any of are any of you Studio Ghibli fans? And if so, do you have a favourite one? Not really. I've been Ghibli adjacent because a couple of our friends are really into them. Uh, Spirited Away was pretty cool. Yeah, I think yeah. I've seen that one and Howl's Moving Castle. I think mm. they're the only ones I've watched. Um, I liked them. Uh, I I don't remember I, I, enough about either of them to say which one I just was know my favorite. That the food in them always makes me fucking <laughs> ravenously hungry because <laughs> yeah, right. it's like it's like you take something so basic as like bacon, eggs, and rice, and you make it look like the most delicious fucking mm. meal. And it's like I don't know how you do that, but stop it, please, because nothing will ever be as tasty as what you're showing. <laughs> But yeah, yeah it's, it's very much a, I just haven't got around to watching more mm. of them rather than any like antipathy towards them or anything. Yeah. I enjoy I enjoyed the ones I saw and I've just mm. never got around to watching the others. What about you, Drumbly Bum? Yeah, I really enjoy them. Uh, my mm. favourite at the moment would be, I think, Kiki's Delivery Service, but that's possibly because mm. it's the most recent one I've watched. I have so. heard it is really, really good though. So Yeah. Um, right, next up. Da, 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 da. Snipe, an MB under the stairs. A question for Snipe. If you I'm could kiss the MB under the, under the stairs. No, no, are. the N, the they are. 
Oh, hello, oh. hello, fellow Sib. Sorry, I phrased that really weirdly. You did. Um, <laughs> if you could kiss any Mandalorian, excluding Din, Djarin, and Boba Fett, oh, who would it be oh, it's gotta be, it's gotta be the the originator, Django Fett. Po- like pre getting his head removed because that, that'd like, be that fucked like, up that... <laughs> pick up the helmet and go mine and just run into this Boba Fett's watching me with tears in his eyes being like this is going to be interesting to remember in therapy <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean, young Tamira Morrison come on I'm gesturing yeah, yeah. you can't see what I'm like eh, <laughs> yeah. eh. and I punch Gar Saxon in his fucking taint <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> oh, maybe I. Oh, I could kiss Bo Katan, but I wouldn't enjoy it as much because I'm not really into femmes. So yeah, Django Fett, absolutely, with his head still attached. Because <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna afford you a picture because that's reminded me. You're gonna have to describe this one on, oh, the, on, cr- the, on the audio. Um, the audio, the audio media that media we that are currently okay. Is um, it the, is it the Photoshop where little bo- baby check, Boba's holding check your, Jango's... check your phones? But you're just oh, head still attached. Reminds me of um, this. this what thing, phone? That, um, okay, your phone. <laughs> oh my god! Do you have anyone? God. Do you have anyone else's? This is how I, okay. this is how I woke up this morning. Okay, so there's a picture of drama in in a double bed, and he is he looks like a cute little baby. With a beard, and he is looking visibly disgruntled. Uh, the left-hand side of the bed is empty, apart from a gigantic Lego horse helmet. Uh, is that it, it, that is what it looks like? It's um like a cardboard you know, slip, kick, um, stick the slots together. Type so thing. I'm guessing like, your your son made you an offer you couldn't refuse. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> it's fucked up, dude. Nice. Is that what you woke yeah. up to? Yeah, that's what I woke up to this morning. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Um, so you just reminded me when you when you said the um the, the head still attached. <laughs> I was like, oh god, flashbacks. <laughs> um, right. Next up, moving on, David. Hello. Um, this is presumably related to something we've said in the past. Bananas oh. and crab sticks are two of their favourite separate snacks. That's oh. disgusting, David. Separate, crab sticks not combined. The... I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't you go. can't eat bananas. That's a war crime. <laughs> Like morally, bananas are fucking gross and terrible, and will kill you. It depends how many you drop. I mean, on you, I yeah, no, yeah, or how many no, you eat. No, they're, no, they're horrible. Was they're the drink radioactive. Killed them. We share half of our DNA with them, and they should be yeah. launched into fucking space and forgotten about. I fucking hate bananas. Crab sticks <laughs> are delicious, though. So nice one. Fair uh, for the question: Which transformer should Pedro Pascal provide a voice for? <laughs> Scroppy. Scorpion. Yeah. No, I think he'd be um he has done a voice, he's he's played a hairless cat in like an adult animation thing. It's just doing his voice, which is When you say adult what, animation. Adult uh, like well, what's, a cartoon what's that gonna for... do with Transformers. Well no, I'm thinking kinda of like voice work. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh so I think if he was in a Michael Bay movie he'd be some racist caricature. But ah, I, all Transformers in Michael Bay ones are, 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 are an offensive caricature of something. They really are. Um, I'm thinking. Mm. Optimus Prime is an offensive caricature of Optimus Prime, for one. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, man, I hate those movies. Dinobot. Just because that was my favourite growing up. 
<laughs> Even though you kind of have to have the weird hiss kind of thing going on. And not always. The most recent uh, like version of him uh, on screen <gasps> uh, doesn't have that. Okay, even better. Okay, 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 okay. I've forgotten his name. Cool, good answer. Good. But he's, good. he's a fucking... Transformer, Grimlock. presumably. Grimlock, Grimlock, Grimlock. <laughs> Grimlock. Grimlock. Yeah. Which which version of Grimlock? Me, Grimlock. Oh, so stupid Grimlock. Yeah. Okay, good Grimlock, okay. I just want to... I actually it. really like the, the modern... Uh, like, uh, the version of him from Cyberverse was great because he was basically the Marvel version of Thor when mm-hmm. he was in bot mode. <laughs> So he was like, he was all like, what, hey, uh, what, what hell there, fellow travellers, let us go on an adventure. Um, <laughs> but then uh, when he turned into dinosaur mode, he became like G1 moron Grimlock. So it. it was it was a wonderful combination. Mm. So yeah, that's my final answer, Grimlock. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, I don't think he'd manage, I don't think he'd be able to do it at all, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, biggest knickers. Um, careful yeah so this one we could get we could get bogged down on so let's let's okay. not but it's a good Try question keep it snappy okay you talk about band stuff and musical adventures too oh, i think mm. this is coming off the back of them saying they enjoy our other conversations um oh. but but never get into the specifics with it in the same way that you do with other topics specifically about the gear because i'm a musical gearhead a lot. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a musical <laughs> sorry did i completely disarm you with that <laughs> i'm a musical <laughs> I'm a musical gearhead, and I'd love to hear other people talk about their musical gubbins. So, would you be so kind as to talk about the stuff you like to use? Uh, I am. Uh, He's I, got a Gibson SG. I don't give. Uh, I'm basically. Uh, I I uh, got a Gibson SG and a Marshall Valve State Amp um, at a certain point, and went. Yep, that's how I like things to sound, and then never budged an inch, <laughs> ever for any reason. Uh, so yeah, that's that's that, uh, that's me. I, I don't. I, I unfortunately, I, I am like the one guitarist who just doesn't give a shit about pedals and stuff. So I'm just like, eh, this is I've fine. been wanting to add a big muff to my pedal collection. That is to say, I have no pedals. I want that to be the only one in my collection because the sort of bass sounds gorgeous. I can't remember what your bass is because you got it's a new one. It's a knockoff one. Ibanez, but it's like a real fancy one. Yeah, I can't remember what brand it is. I, I can't remember at all. Um, but it's, it's absolutely fucking gorgeous. It sounds so smooth. It's it's like a half step shorter than a normal bass. No, no, it's not. I think it's just the way uh, the neck thinking, is. Um... Like that, yeah, no, oh God, I'm thinking of Adam's fucking bass. What am I doing? Because he has a similar looking kind of one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I use any amp I can if I'm not plugged directly into the DI. <laughs> because I uh, don't care. I, I literally I have never you... had a choice. It's just... Use this, and I, I never had enough money to buy my own amp. So yeah, I think just, that's it. It was just like it was. Uh, one of our old friends was like, "I'm selling my amp for like fifty quid," and I was like, "Yes." It was thirty quid. Oh, it was thirty yeah. fucking quid, which is I think it's starting to go out the, now. But, I think yeah. part of the problem with us is that like we spent most of the time during the band basically with no money. So, yeah, so it was we whatever had to we use, fucking got. We had to what use what used. equipment we had, and yeah. that was it. I was so, using yeah. a 120 pounds um, Yamaha like knockoff Ibanez oh, the, for like the... 10 years. And that, honestly, is one of the nicest sounding bass guitars I have ever had the fucking joy of using. Yeah, those Yamaha like intro basses oh, um, were lovely. They were like, for, for 120 quid, fucking incredible sound it was like the equivalent of a uh, pacifica precision bass like that sort of level of like cost but I like infinitely hate, nicer yeah, i hate like fucking 
I hate precision. I hate fender bases. They feel horrible. They feel like cheese. Bad. Did I say Pacific precision bass? You said Pacifico. I think I meant to say Squire. Your, it's Squire, the, the yeah. Pacific as the um. That's the, the that's the, the electric guitar that you started with. Yeah, that's the because uh, that was a Yamaha Pacifico. That was a knockoff. Um, yeah, yeah. Which was also a very nice guitar. Until I was, the electric I was, yeah. Bastard in it, yeah. But yeah, no, it's just really funny, like going and playing, like being recorded for albums on my fucking like. <laughs> One, like, my fucking eight-year-old, like, Yamaha introduction bass. And then the people recording me going, What's, what bass is that? Like, that can't be that. And I'm like, it is. And they're like, how the fuck does it sound so good? And I'm like, oh, I know. Why is it so nice? I know. I lucked out. I, I lucked out completely mm. by accident. Yeah. So, yeah. Dramat, what about you? I'm desperately trying to Google what my sim- who makes my symbols. But... <laughs> Zuljan. No, I no, I didn't get Zildjans. I got cheaper ones. It might. Oh, I can't remember. Wait, no, you. Got... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying sure to look. You brought up... one in, and you told us the family history of of you know the guy who made them. Possibly, yeah, I might have done. My brother's got Zildjian ones because he's like, you know, well, good he's at fancy. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, just, dude, if you think he's far... good at drumming and you're not, I don't want to see what you think is bad. Well, he he knows what he's doing at least. Whereas I just hit stuff and like. I'm lucky enough that it's vaguely in time. Look, um, I don't think we're I'm a band that really prizes knowing no, what we're doing. No, it's not the best. I know. I'm really sorry. I want to get into it because I did loads of research and got these symbols because they were mm-hmm. like, but I can't remember any of it. Like symbols are made by like some of them are like cast and some of them are just a sheet metal that's been pressed. And these mm-hmm. ones are like the cheapest of the better option, I think. But mm-hmm. I can't remember which is I can't remember which is better and what I. I did research on it at the time, but that was like yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> One would presume casting because remember. that requires more infrastructure so. than pressing. Yeah, so. and these were like, I can't I can't remember at all. I don't know. And then, yeah, the I think I would use the Remo heads because that's basically all you can get. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're the drum skin things. Yeah. Um, I've got a maple snare and the other snare is a piccolo snare that doesn't have a brand on it. That I, what so I type know what of, that I, I, know the, I know the answer. My what cowbell type of drum is sticks so... do you use? Oh, um, I used 7A ones, which is the size, not the type. The brand, it doesn't, my, the brand is just whatever um, Vistaprint, no, not Vistaprint, awesome merch <laughs> sold. Because I, I got some that said Drumblebee on them, so because I thought it was funny. So it's whatever they're pretty legit. They're pretty good. Off-brand that I could get on bulk discount, but they have my name printed <laughs> on, so they felt like they weren't. I wasn't taking the cheap option. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like uh, the person who uh, we're responding to is yeah, really, just going I'm like, so, oh, I thought I'm I was so going to get like a good I'm answer, so not these idiots um, using whatever they've got lying around. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, Nick. I'm not going to say the full name because it can sound wrong. Biggest... Nick. Uh, <laughs> biggest Nickus, yeah. It's, Careful, yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry um, for such yeah, a disappointing yeah, answer. Really sorry. Um, I use the bass guitar. We've got strings on it. Yeah, it's well good. It's well good. Yeah. Bought a, I recently I've... bought a new guitar though. Actually, if you're oh, interested, yeah. I bought oh, a, pink a one. Um, <laughs> Black Star guitar. Which yeah, I know they mm. don't make guitars; they make amps. But now they make guitars, okay, and I bought yeah. their travel travel guitar, which is like three quarter size, but it oh, uses yeah. thicker. But it uses thicker strings, so they're tuned. To the same tuning, so they're not like because if you try to tune normal ones, it'd, they'd be slack and it'd be weird or too tight. Yeah. But I bought I'm it because it's like it's like it it doesn't have it's got a small body as well and a smaller scale length, and I can fit it in a cupboard at work. So I've got it there because mm. like I'm having my lunch break for like half an hour and I'm just sat like eating sandwiches or whatever. But I work in a lab by myself because weird headcount reasons. And like no one else is there, and I was like, I could use this time productively, and I never get to play guitar. So, so stop masturbating tra- for five minutes. And you bought a guitar, <laughs> so I, yeah, yeah, basically. And I, um, 
And yeah, so I can get it out at lunchtime and like do a bit of guitar practice because I never okay. get to play guitar because I just don't have time at home. And mm. without being in a band for something, like you don't get the kick up the arse to actually practice. Yeah, so yeah. even true. being in a band with something, it's hard to actually bother practicing. Especially if you know so... your like instrument consists of eight different tables that you smack. <laughs> I'm oversimplifying. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> oh, have like you ever played? Yeah, have you have you guys ever played a guitar with like rubber strings? That's more of a bass thing, isn't it? Yeah, uh, but like, ooh, no, they're so weird. It's like play, it's clammy, mm. and I get like they're very weird. You know how like if I use like what well, I use normal strings, I get like I tear up my fingertips anyway because I'm always sliding and being an idiot because mm. I, I like to buy cheese grater strings. Mm. It's like that, but you like get like you skid down it. It's horrible, mm. fucking weird. awful. I'm sure some people get. Yeah, otherwise, why would they exist if mm. some people didn't prefer them? But you, you know, can make them so they glow in the dark. So that's one of the reasons. That is really yeah. cool. <laughs> But yes. But yeah, sorry, that wasn't a better answer, really. Cause, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, two left. Right, first up, sentient hair. First off, Hello. fuck you. That's me saying it to them, not them saying it to us. Oh, I can't okay. remember why. Oh, it's because they, they, they were snarky. I can't remember. I said it before we started recording, and I can't <laughs> oh, remember. Oh, it now. was like, oh, uh, here's a question. <laughs> if you'll even decide to like bother to read it, you stupid butt face. Oh, it was something like that. Yeah, I can't remember, but fuck you in the nicest possible way. (laughs) No, it wasn't, and I also obviously don't mean fuck you in a harsh way. Um, But also fuck you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Mm, This is a tongue twist, I'm going to get it wrong. Philosopher Blaise Pascal proposed a wager about behaviour regarding the the possible existence of God. This is called Pascal's wager. I am familiar. What is the celebrated Chilean-American actor (laughs) Jose Pedro Balmaceda Pascal's wager? What is his major? Wager. No, what is his wager? What is his wager? Um, that he can finally get me to fall in love with him through constant bombardment of Instagram <laughs> ads. I like, I like, like DMing me. Oh yeah, the actual yeah, yeah, yeah the real one. He messages yeah. me like I literally get like five a week, being like, "Hello, pass." I don't need a passport, but if I did, could I get one? And your bank account details. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> I literally okay. Well, since since Pascal's wager is is that basic basically that um if you don't believe in if you don't believe in God then um the worst ca- then the worst case scenario is you um burn in hell. Uh-huh. Um and if you do believe in God, the worst case scenario is there is no God and nothing happens. No, that, so right. you might as well. The fundamental flaw. The worst yeah, no, case, if you do, um, the worst case, if you don't, if you do believe in God, is that you have have to hang out with other people who also believe in God. Um, it, it's, cool. it's nonsense, but it's nonsense. But it's you know, it's, it's a it's bit. Of, yeah. no, I know, I know, but yeah, like, yeah, I just yeah, no, no, I get the gist. Just yeah. be like, oh, um, so this is um. So the worst part about believing that Snipe doesn't believe that I'm actually Pedro Pascal. You see, I was thinking, I was, I was thinking more, more that, that given how much... Or it's um, exactly the same because he's a smart man. I was saying given how much the uh, people um, message you pretending to be Pedro, uh, Pedro Pascal. There's a lot. Uh, that Pedro Pascal's wager is um, related to that. So it's like, you know, if you do respond to them... The worst case scenario is that um, I get scammed out of eight thousand dollars. Scammed out of money, but the best. <laughs> but if you do respond to them, the best case scenario is that um, it's it's Pedro Pascal, and the worst case scenario being that you know I genuinely happens. don't believe he would ever message a fan 
because that would be so yeah, gross. So, but it's, the, the wager is that you is that you should respond to them because there is a chance that it is Pedro Pascal, and we just ignore the scam part. My favorite was I messaged somebody. Oh fucking no! I'm really sleepy. I, I can't. I can't do logic I'll try and, puzzles right now. I'll try now. and be quick about this. Then every now and again, I decide to have a bit of fun with these people in my DMs who are pretending to be Pedro Pascal. Because again, I genuinely don't believe he would ever do that because he ha- has an awareness that would be like, no, I'm not. The, the massive power imbalance there is really fucked, and I'm not ever doing that. And also, he seems like he has anxiety because he does, so he wouldn't do it. Um... So, like, well, someone messaged me going, hello, fan, thank you so much for all your thing. And I was like, please stop pretending to be Pedro Pascal. It would be kick-ass if you were him, but I have cancer and I'm having a hard day. And they I, they were, like, triple-dotting typing for about five solid minutes. Like, <laughs> not, like, not, um... not even joking. And they went, where we represent Mr. Pascal and we'd like to tell you that he thinks that you're cool. And I was like, be better. And they were like, Okay. <laughs> Like you could, you could visibly see them going, "Oh shit, I've picked on a cancer patient. This is fucked." And you I was can like, see, "Yeah." You can see you managed to make the scammer feel a little bad about what they were doing. Good, because I mean, good. good, good, yeah. So, yeah. But no, um, <laughs> I guess that's Pascal's way. Does Pedro Pascal's way is it? <laughs> good. Right. Very last question, and it's a nice one. To okay. Write on. Okay. Okay. Pa- okay. Pineapple Fantastico. Hola. What is your favourite specific weather condition? My favourite specific weather condition when it's about 16 degrees Celsius. Um, the sun is out and it's not it's comfortable in the sun, but it's like a little cool in the shade. Um, and the sky looks like it's, it looks like it's going to rain like later tonight, but not right now. At the perfect time to have a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go for Fucking maybe like a, like the specific temperature you get like on an early summer evening, like sixteen degrees. So it's not it's not too warm. It's not too warm, but yeah, it's warm enough that you can be degrees. out there in like uh, like um, short yeah. shorts and a t shirt. Sixteen degree weather. Yeah. You're Australian. You have no concept of what hot and cold means, mate. <laughs> yeah, sixteen feels it. really cold for you. No, sixteen is cool. It's comfortable. It's nice. But it's like, barbecue you know, it's it's a little bit, you know, the sky's starting to dim a little bit. Um, and, you know, there's, a, there's a, probably a nice cool breeze, but there's still the warmth left, mm. in, left in the air. Oh, I yeah. meant to have a nice, yeah, ca- nice. nice kind of like slightly cool breeze as well. Drama, but what about you? It's a very similar answer. Slightly warmer. 16, but, yeah, degrees? I wasn't, I wasn't, I know the question <laughs> specifically says specific, but I wasn't going to be specific. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently I have to now. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go slightly warmer. But, oh, there was, oh, no, a dreamy evening. It was, it was, I, it isn't my favourite all the time, but it was when it was like the f- ridiculous, like, 42 degree heat in Bordeaux. Oh, that was but brutal. It was ridiculous. But the evenings when we were sat outside a bar at, like, close to midnight, but it was, like, low 20s. Oh. And, but it was dark, and we all had a pint and some nuts or whatever it was mm. at the bar. And it was just beautiful, and everyone was like, it was so warm, but it was like also sort of the middle of the night, and it was a bit surreal, and that part of it was excellent. It wasn't quite worth it for the ridiculous daytime temperatures, (laughs) but yeah, that the evenings, that was so if we're being specific to just that bit of it, that was pretty great. So just go to Brisbane. (laughs) I think what we've established is that all of our ideal, ideal thing is like when it's warm, but not too much. 
When it's yeah. warm, but not black, not derogatory. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun question. Yeah, nice. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. We are finished. We are finished. And now both of you sleepy boys can go to sleepy boy town. Yeah, I'll go to bed. No. Fuck off. I'm going to bed. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> Okay. Bye. I think he's gone. He's actually just, yeah, he's left the studio, <laughs> taking his headphones off and everything. So yeah. thank you, everybody, um, for joining us. That was great. Sorry about my weird rants. I hope that, that that's not going to become a, a common thing. Oh, are you back now? Have you slept? Do you feel refreshed and alert and ready to face the fucking day? I felt rude not saying goodbye. There probably. we go. You're too English. I love it. But yeah, say goodbye to nice people. Goodbye, everybody. I'm sorry I told you to fuck off. <laughs> Are you apologising to Matt and I? No, no, not you. You've, I've told you to, both to fuck off enough times. You, you uh, used to. Yeah. Wow. Fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. We've come to expect it by now. But yes, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Take care of yourselves and goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>